0: Metallica, here they come, the kings of metal. Oh, I burn. Hey, this is Jay Weinberg from Slipknot, and you're listening to Metal Up Your Podcast.
1: Welcome to Mill Up Your Podcast. I'm Ethan Luck. And I'm Clint Wells. And this is episode 169, My Have We Grown. Uh, And this is another Metallica Monday. We're watching an amazing show uh, from a while back, uh, not too far, but uh, it's a Black Album, 20-year celebration. They did a number of shows playing the Black Album in its entirety, and we're going to watch one of those tonight.
2: Yeah, so if you're joining us for the first time, we're an All Metallica podcast. Every week, Ethan and I, two professional musicians, get together to talk shit about our favorite Metal band of all time, the Mighty Metallica, we cover every year of their existence, all the gear, the band members. We cover tours and and haircuts and mustaches. <laughs> what do we not is there anything in Metallica's world we don't cover? I'm just curious. We I don't think we've
1: we've covered like their, you know, their the intimate details of their love lives, but uh,
2: that's not what we do here. No. So well, and, we probably won't cover that. And we simply just don't know the information. Uh, if maybe if we knew the information, we might do a tasteful episode on uh, as the world turns in Metallica Land.
1: Kirk, uh, uh he lightened uh, 27 candles around the jacuzzi. <laughs> And uh, then put on his favorite sexy time music, uh,
2: Barry White. Well, he loves <laughs> long know. walks up and down the beaches of Hawaii. He loves uh, disassembling and reassembling motorcycles. He loves white roses, not the red. He goes for only white. white. And uh, and what can we say? He likes to rub hot butter and cocoa on himself uh, before sexy time. That's all we know.
1: No judgment at uh, all. And, no judgment.
2: and that's all we know. That's just that's all we know. Um, just a little insider scoop. <laughs> But here's the deal. We normally have very highly researched, which I'm sure some of you uh, nerds out there would disagree, highly researched episodes on everything you can imagine about Metallica. But what's happened is there's a global pandemic. Perhaps you have heard of it, honey, please. Oh, you must have. And Metallica's had to cancel all their shows this year, and so has everyone, actually. So uh, what they've decided to do instead, which I think has been really cool, is every Monday they have Metallica Monday, where they uh, play for us some sort of uh, live streaming concert. And we've decided that uh, we've been making use of our quarantine time since we can't be together in the same room by watching these shows together, putting on some live commentary. So here's what you get to do at home. All you got to do is sync up this episode with the live stream of the Metallica Monday show. And then it's like in a a sheltering in place, quarantine vibe, watching the show with your good buddies, Clint and Ethan.
1: It really is a good time. And if you're able to sync it up where it's really close, like, you know, within a few seconds... It is a good time. You know, this is just us throwing out our commentary as things happen. Uh, we've made it a point to not look at the set list. Obviously, we know that they play the whole black album on, on these shows. But, um, yeah, it, it's been a nice surprise when we don't look at the set list and, and we get, you know, our genuine reactions come out like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're playing this or whatever, you know. Like last week when they, you know, you went from like, what was it, Horsemen horseman in a battery mm-hmm. or whatever. It was such it was so fun to watch that. With like, you know, fresh eyes and, and ears.
2: Well, and we're learning stuff too. It's like stuff I never noticed before or stuff we're honing in on. And so it's just, it really is just like hanging out with your buddies. And especially in a time like this, that's a, um, a great relief from the stress of the week for me uh, in particular. Yeah. Metallica just texted me, by the way. They, oh uh, yeah, you they I usually get a text from about about this time. <laughs> so it's not just me. What you're saying is it's not just me. Oh my God, they texted you first. We got about nine minutes here, so what we're going to try to do is burn through a little bit of housekeeping. This is a a bit of an unusual format for us. Another thing that's been happening that's been really fun is watching the uh, comments now because people are just bombing the comments with metal up your podcast stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: So that's been fun to look out for too. Um we're going to try to do a little bit of this housekeeping. You can write into us, metal up your podcast show at gmail.com. We love hearing from you people out there. And we've gotten a shitload of emails, and so mm-hmm. I'm trying to actually take some time to respond to these personally, but that can as you can imagine can can sort of uh, eat up a lot of time. Um, so the first thing I want to do is give a shout out to our patrons. We got a bunch of new patrons. So the patrons are are supporting us through this strange time every week. We're so grateful for them. I just want to give Thank them a you. quick shout out. We have Corey Goodlett. We have Martin Firestein or Stein, Steinhausen, Steinhausen, David Fredericks. Our good friend, Namarta Kalia, increased her pledge. And oh, wow. she wrote us a really sweet message. I just wanted to read this real quick while we're camped out on her name. She says, hey, guys. I just took the time to listen to the music you guys upload on Patreon, and I have to say they are truly amazing. The Metallica covers are so unique and create a whole new listening experience, also really digging the original work you guys create. Because of how impressed I was, I decided you guys are definitely worth the money, and I will be linking you to my personal bank account, which we will then, which we will then of course, empty and, and link to a Swiss bank account in a tax shelter right. in Sweden. Uh, of course she says just kidding but how does increasing my donations to the next tier sound well it sounds great namarta thank you so much
1: oh thank you so much thank you uh
2: thank you for your time and effort to make all this extra content and uh the reason i wanted to highlight that is because i mean there really is so much shit over there there's all the eps we've done which we're up to four Mm -hmm. all the lunar satan stuff um all of my weekly demos your some bonus stuff from your world from your album yeah that's right. Uh, that, that we love over here in Metal Up Your Podcast land. And now we're doing the quarantine covers, which we're up to like 13 of those, where we're letting patrons decide and suggest covers, and then we're doing one or two a week. And uh, yeah. it's been a lot of fun. And actually, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear what that sauce is like. And we're going to hear Ethan's take on what most of us know as a Clash song, I Fought the Law, but it was actually sort of a rock and roll song from the 50s, right?
1: early song yeah yeah yeah. this is back in the 50s if you look it up it's 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 a trip to listen to the original but the clash popularized it for sure uh there's later awesome covers of it by green day and a bunch of other bands
2: but the clash made i fought the law the global you know hit that that it was well let's take a listen to uh, ethan's awesome cover of that real quick we'll be right back check it out <laughs>
3: In the hot sun, I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. I needed money cause I had none. I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. I left my baby and it feels so bad. I guess my race is run. She's the best girl that I ever had I fought the law and the law one, I fought the law the... Robbing people with a six gun I fought the law and the law one, I fought the law and the law one I lost my girl and I lost my fun I fought the law and the law won I fought the law and the law won I left my baby and it feels so bad I guess my race is run She's the best girl that I ever had Law one, I fought the law the law one. I fought the law the law one. I fought the law the law one. I fought the law on the law one. I fought the law on law one. I fought the law
2: And there you have it. I fought the law with a little bit that of the Ethan Luxe sauce on it. I fought the law and COVID one. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ew.
2: Well, we're going to hear at the very end of the episode, if you're interested in sticking around, which I understand if you're exhausted by the end of these episodes, um, you can hear my my very somber piano cover of Lightning Crashes by the band Live. That's a good one, man. You you did a great job on that one. Thank you so much. And uh, let's move on with some patrons here because we have some more I want to say thank you to. Joey Wright signed up on Patreon. Perth Thunberg edited their pledge and increased their pledge. And I believe that's it for this week. So thank you sincerely to all of you out there. We're going to give it up as usual.
1: As as usual, per usual.
2: Now, brief on that. What's going on on the clock over here? Do I have time to read a few of these emails from these lovely people? Uh, on my end, we got about five
1: minutes and fifteen seconds. I will refresh just to double oh, check.
2: That's exactly how much I had. Now I'm going to refresh. Right. that's I'm, exactly what I had. I'm at five ten, five nine. I'm a little ahead of you again. Crap. Well, maybe we can keep working on that because we were synced up just a second ago. Yeah. Uh, let me read a few of these. Seth Catalino writes in and says the subject is "Don't write in." He says, gents, this will be a short email since everything I wanted to say, Clint has instructed me not to write in about. (laughs) Loving the Metallica Monday episodes. Hope you guys are staying safe and sane. Take care, Seth. Well, thank you, Seth, for both the email, the support, the kind words, and lastly, for not writing in about whatever it is we got wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably something we got wrong, let's be honest. Linda Thomas writes, Oh, I got an ad popping up. God damn it.
1: Okay, so that means that, so I've got an ad blocker on, so I'm at the Stay Tuned screen stay right
2: tuned. now. Stay Tuned. That's where I'm at. Yep. Linda okay, writes in cool. and says, hey, guys, thought I'd check in with you again. I browsed through the internet, watched Metallica tuning room videos, and actually found one with Wes in it. Have you seen that? In case you didn't, here's a link. And then it's a, one of these tuning rooms to where Wes and James are interacting. I haven't seen it yet. I feel like I've seen some tuning rooms where I like see his, his head duck in and out, you know. Yeah,
1: there's a there's a couple out, out there where you see James kind of or uh, sorry, Wes kind of walk over to James and hand him a guitar. The next one for whatever song it is. By the way, a quick shout out to Wes. Mm-hmm. Not only yesterday it was yesterday Mother's Day. Which happy Mother's Day to everyone happy out there, Mother's Mom, Day, ladies. Thank you for all the hard work you do for all of us dummies Absolutely. and raise us right and all that stuff. Absolutely. But it was also Wes's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, so, Wes! Happy
2: birthday, Wes! For those of you who don't know, Wes is a good friend of ours that Ethan's known for a long time from the Kings of Leon camp who for the last couple of years was uh, working with the tuning room and with the word wedges of the Metallica camp. We have an awesome episode with Wes um, that you can go find somewhere in the archives. And, and in fact, if you don't know much about the show, we've had a lot of people that are really close to the Metallica world, like Michael Wagner, uh, Michael Alago. We've had uh, mm-hmm. James's guitar tech, Chad Zee on uh i had a ray dr- burton i had ray burton oh the lovely ray burton rest in peace i think about rest that beautiful man all the time and uh i had a dream once that we had jimmy on uh lars's drum tech but i it was a it was a dream where i i guess what had happened is i had just peed in my pants and woken up in a, in a yeah. cold sweat we must we must be some in some way related Clint, because
1: i had a very similar dream right interesting
2: uh yeah, so re- very weird. So we've been lucky enough to be able to interface with some of Metallica's crew. And if, if you like what you hear today on this episode, maybe go back and check all that out. Someone was sent me an email that was like, Hey, you guys should cover the Seattle Lady Nine show. And I'm like, Yeah, that exists. Like at this point, a lot of what you can imagine we have talked about, we've probably covered. Um Yeah. Anyway, I want to continue reading Linda's email and then we'll probably have to start dipping into this show here. She says, I want to know how the Patreon giveaways work. Because she's a patron, by the way. Which, by the way, thank right. you, Linda. The way that they traditionally work, if it's like a, um, like when we were giving away tickets for SNM2 or Slang Castle. Or if we have a bunch of prizes or box sets. Is we li- we keep a list of people who've already won stuff. And then we we I have this Skull Voss. And we <laughs> put all the names in a Skull Voss. And we literally randomly draw the name. And the way that you can know right. that it's random is... For one of the box sets, maybe it was the puppets box set. We drew like one of our only patrons who lives in Russia. So that's true. (laughs) The shipping cost of that was as much as the box set, if not more. So, yeah, it was crazy. That's how we do it. Now, we haven't been doing those recently because the idea of going to the post office is a little daunting because of uh, the virus and everything. Sorry, I'm burping a lot through the show.
1: Uh, It's okay.
2: But once things clear up, I mean, we're definitely going to do that. I've got a whole garage full of great Metallica giveaways, and uh, we we love giving stuff back to the people of Metallicry Podcast. So that's been Absolutely. that's been a hallmark of this show since the very beginning, when we used to give away guitar picks for leaving us positive reviews on iTunes. So that's right, yeah. That'll answer
1: that question. Like Clint said, we'll continue to do that. You know, once this stuff kind of calms down, you know, we feel a little safer, like taking a bunch of boxes to a post office and standing in line, all that stuff. Right. You know, both of us are trying to keep our distance, trying to stay home as much as we can other than necessities. So we haven't forgotten about the giveaways. It will happen again. We will pick it back up in the near future.
2: She ends by saying, really looking forward to the Metallica Monday show tonight because it's from Austria. I wasn't there. I was too young at the time. And as far as I know, a special one, I want to thank you guys very much that you work so hard to edit the Metallica Monday episodes all night so we can have it so soon. Highly appreciated. Thank you, Linda. By the way, if you're ever in Austria teching, touring, or whatsoever, let me know and I'll buy you a beer from Austria. From Austria. Rock on, Linda. Thank you, Linda, so much. This is going to be the last email we can get to. Again, you can write in metal up your podcast show at gmail.com. Ethan and I absolutely adore you all out there. We love hearing from you. And uh, I'm I'm anxious now to see if it's going to be Roberto... Or Lars again, or if maybe, perhaps we get another treat. Maybe we get James or Kirk, it, it, but you know what? It, it might be uh, Robert from his igloo layer. So we'll, we'll see. Right? He's feed, well. It's a good time when he's feeding the penguins around seven o'clock mm-hmm. to uh to go ahead and just introduce the show because the penguins get hungry around this time. Right. Exactly. He's already out there, and there's
1: already a camera set up. Why not record an intro for it? Exactly. It's practical. This is practical. <laughs> You know what, man? He's he's keeping it practical and punctual, and I appreciate that. And uh, but Lars Lars seems to be kind of uh, heading this whole thing up as far as the intros goes. And he, I love that in the, in past few weeks he's made a couple digs at, at the other guys not checking their emails. Right. Um, it kind of makes, me sad. Well, it makes you know, me sad. Well, you know, sad in a way. A little bit, but uh, but listen, this is Lars. I mean, Lars is like at the forefront of anything Metallica, pandemic or not. You know, uh, maybe the other guys, you know, James and Kirk, especially are taking this opportunity just to withdraw a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, Kirk posts stuff on Instagram all the time. So
2: come on, Kirk. Remember, um, it was the Jim Brewer special they did when he did the, you're out of touch. Remember that thing? Mm -hmm. We've covered it a little bit, but one of the things that he did was he was doing kind of trivia with them about each other and the band was asked who is most likely to respond to a text. And James, they all immediately were like, James is dead last on that one, <laughs> right? So he's the dude, I guess, who's the yeah, hardest I mean, to get a hold of.
1: You know, I mean, you know, we, have, we I'm sure you have friends like that. I got friends like that that you know, I just know that when I text them, it's going to be at least a few days, if not a week or more. You know, um, and on you know, sometimes I'm kind of like, dude, come on, it's 2020. I know that damn phone is in your hand or your pocket right now, and you've right, felt I know you felt that vibration, or heard that. Day. I know you saw totally. it. My favorite right. is when people have the um uh the red feature on, like it notifies me that you've read it.
2: Right, that's like a kick
1: in and the they, balls. Right, and they still aren't the kind of people that respond back. Like it's like, oh, I'm gonna text. Let's say you're that person, Clint. I text you immediately. It says red. Okay, Clint's right. seen the text. He opened up and read it, and that motherfucker's not gonna respond. Come on.
2: I I will answer the text as soon as I can. Not even for the other person, but because I'm the kind of guy who lays in bed at night and I think of all the things I haven't done and that I need to do and getting back to people. is like, I just psychologically that filters on my list, even if it's an email. So I do it for my own sanity. Looks like we got Lars back again. Oh, I'm
1: not seeing that.
0: Oh, dude. It's Monday.
1: Um, You want to refresh? You want me to refresh? I just refreshed.
0: At least here in California.
2: Here in California.
0: And we are back once more for Metallica Mondays. Today, I believe.
2: The volume's number awesome for me this week. Eight? Wait, Great. Eight?
0: Peace, bro. Uh, number eight. That's eight, right? Or is that
2: eight? He can't count to eight. Depends where you're from. He can't. He says it depends on where you're from. <laughs> ah, fuck. Well, because they do the eight. thumb in Europe, right? Mondays, well, he's doing no, the thumb, yeah. I'm
0: Lars. I am your He
2: just introduced himself. I'm Laws. I'm Lars.
0: There's a sort of a system thing added. I think
2: so we're literally like a second off. Let's just keep it that way. Cool.
0: Robert Trujillo was your host last week, your intro guy. Today it's me, number eight. Today it's me, Laws. Nice to see you again, where you've been. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe and sound in these unprecedented times. And the metallic, I think he said unprecedented. Right, right?
2: Unprecedented. That was Trump's move.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. Rest of the gang are
2: all sending I'm really quite excited, Ethan. That uh, well, first of all, that I'm here with you, but that Monday but that I can actually hear the episode, the, the the audio. I know, man. What's the difference this week? It's at a reasonable volume where I can I can control it. It's already loud. Like before, I had it completely cranked, and I could barely hear it. So there's nowhere for
1: wow. it to go. Black album
0: twentieth anniversary.
1: 20th. Well, I'm 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 glad for that because you can enjoy it at a good, healthy volume with
5: me. I'll be talking like this for the rest of the episode. What? Did a bunch of I can't believe Lars is on his orange drum set. The
0: back album. The back album. We played the back album.
2: That was the one after the black album. The black album. <laughs>
0: uh, in its entirety, but. Uh, <laughs>
2: I like that he I could do like, I like that that these he has are kind of he's a good sense of humor with himself right is that what you're gonna yeah,
1: say yeah similar I was gonna say it's like that these are kind of raw and like unedited he just kind of does one take and they send it to a video guy and you know it's like he could have redone that and made it more more pro and smooth but he's
2: well, screw it he, way, this is this is cash man again he's got the multiple cell phones yeah oh he's gonna start reading notes I'm gonna I'm gonna bu- I'm gonna
0: Case, right? I'm going to turn it down. Let's see. I'm going to uh, I'm, yeah, I'm muting the... this.
2: I, 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 I encourage you to mute it. Mute it. I, I, encourage, I encourage you to mute it too. Unless you want to see what he says, but I think he's no, reading most about I, the show. I just muted. I just muted. I think we're going to be good. Um Let's see if we can throw another email in, why not? Is it Monday morning? Go for it. Rod Lewis says, greetings from the UK. Just wanted to send you both a note to say thanks for the recent live commentary. Metal up your podcast episodes. You mentioned on one episode that you'd had some negative feedback about doing these. I have really enjoyed them. And as another listener said, it's like listening to a live Metallica show with friends. So thanks so much for putting the time and effort to share these with us. And uh, I appreciate that. Hope you're both fit well and that we'll all soon be able to return to some normality soon. Stay safe. Cheers.
4: Oh, well, well thank hello. You. Goodbye. Hello. You say hello, I'll say goodbye. Hello, hello. Hello, <laughs> hello. Um,
2: I'm going to dip back in and see what Lars is saying. Okay.
0: Anyway,
2: He's going through the set list. I'm turning it down again.
4: Turning it down. I, I just sort of see notes on the set
1: list. Hey, so I have some, uh, this isn't nothing personal with anybody, but I have some sad news today. My receiver, in my main rig of my record player setup, my receiver show took a dump.
0: Last show you may just need a fuse. Those were so cheap and so easy to get. Well, if
1: it's a fuse, then there would be no power going to it.
2: No, it would still have power, but with the fuse... The fuse doesn't cut the power, but it, it cuts... Like, for example, it would still light up and say power on, but it, okay, it, it, kills, it kills all the signal so that your thing won't burn up to a crisp. So okay. um, th- those things blow fuses all the time. All you got to do is take the one or probably two fuses per channel, take the fuse out, figure out what it is. I have a bunch of fuses. Um, okay. It happens all the time, and it'll still power up, but what it's doing is it's keeping that so it's basically breaking the circuit so that it doesn't destroy your your, mo- ah. your motherboard. Well, here's here, here's the downside. Mm-hmm. Uh, when these thing when this thing happened today, mm-hmm.
1: I was like, "What's that smell?" And I saw the littlest trickle of smoke coming out of my receiver. Ooh, okay. Well, so um, well, I hit up a. That's not I, great. I got a. Right, it's not. I have a friend that uh, he literally, all he does in his spare time is, is rebuild these things. So I hit him up and he said it's most likely the output transformer and maybe a couple caps. But I was so bummed. I mean, I have my B rig in the studio, I'll be fine. But I'm like, oh, that's my morning routine. I get up, make coffee, listen to a couple records, feed my dogs. You know, it, it was just, it was one of those things like quarantine's been so easy. And then that happened. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, no.
2: <laughs> Something like that can really sort of ruin. Ruin my day. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm sorry. I hope you get it back up and running soon. It might be as simple as a fuse. I hope it is.
1: Yeah. I hope it is. I'm going to uh, either way, I'm going to take it to my friend next week and uh, he's going to give it a, a one over and give it a little tune up, anyway so. I see
2: Lars blowing kisses, so I'm dipping back in. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I just unmuted. I have a black yep, screen it's... for fading in. Yep. There's Laws. And here we go. I'm going to stop. I throw my cup out. Hell yeah. Great start. Oh, yeah. I wonder what they're going to open with. Or wait, do they do it mid-set or do they start with Struggle Within?
1: Uh, To my knowledge, they basically play the Black Album in reverse order, which is kind of
2: rad. Right, but it's like, that's not the only album, you know, they play like 20 songs, so I don't know if it's like mid-set or if they start with the Black Album. I want to say they do like half of it, and then do a
1: couple of songs with the other half, or something. I don't know. Oh
2: yeah, well they're definitely starting with "Hit the Lights." Uh, okay, well this is not the blackout. <laughs> <album. laughs> this isn't "Struggle Within." <laughs> I guess I should have known that because that first diamond thing was "Hit the Lights," but yeah, but that, that could also be just a, a you know a,
1: a generic intro, just like hey, come out do a trash can, and then we'll go into "Struggle Within."
2: I like this. Oh man, James sounds great. I like this song so much better when they play it later in their career. Yeah, me too. White snake bite, love it. Yeah, James looks
1: great. Everyone looks great.
5: Hit the lights, Cookie Monster light. <laughs> cookie, Cookie.
2: Damn, man, James looking good in 2012. This is from 2012, right?
1: Yeah, 2012. It, it, it's yeah, it's crazy. That this is eight years ago.
2: He lost a bunch of weight in 2011. He's looking good, man. Yeah. I am I'm gonna i I'm gonna turn it up a notch here. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel it. Ethan now. don't be don't be afraid to rock out, bro. Oh uh, Namarta just wrote M U Y P on the uh in the comments. Oh she did? Yeah, I just saw it. There it is. Namarta, hello. Maddie J just wrote Metal 3 Podcast too. Alright, I'll say something. Are you gonna say something?
1: Oh. just real quick. Just something, just something fun. And I'm gonna go back up to the screen so I can ignore the comments because I get way too distracted by those. You just did a Paul classic. I did. It's you know, it's classic. You have to sometimes. Hit those lights, baby.
2: Man, this mix sounds great, by the way. Those BGV sounded great. This is their Kiss section. This always sounds like a Kiss breakdown.
5: It really does. Love Um, I'm going to stand up. All
2: right, Kirky Poo.
1: It is kind of cool. That it being a black album show that they just don't they don't come out and just go straight into black album. It's like, let's give you some good sauce here. We'll get to it eventually, and we'll play it all the way through. And then give, you know it's like a black album sandwich. I someone <imagine.
2: laughs> someone just wrote in the comments, "I love Unforgiven." <laughs> <laughs> this is a fast version of the Unforgiven. It's pretty different, right? Not only is it a little bit faster, Ethan, it's a little fast, right? also completely different lyrics and music yeah I was gonna I
1: I noticed that about halfway through the lyrics sounded a little different
2: hell yeah god damn man this is a cool set so far I mean
1: shoot man if you're gonna sit there and play the black album you gotta throw your other monster hits somewhere
2: someone commented on Metallica's Instagram today they were like you know, 30th anniversary, of the Black Album, blah, blah, blah. Stay tuned for blah, blah, blah. And some guy wrote, that means no Master of Puppets and a, and a, a thumbs down. Oh, my gosh. And whoever, like, runs Insta- Metallica's Instagram wrote, we played 20 songs that night. Don't worry about
6: it, <laughs> dickhead.
2: Yeah, by the way, Master of Puppets is second in the set. I noticed something
1: similar on a, a post by Anthrax today. It was a live version of uh, Caught in Mosh, I think, um, or Among the Living. And uh, someone commented, it was one of the ones I could see while scrolling by, and it said, uh, wish you guys would have played that more, that song more that year. And they responded and said, we played that 52 times that year <laughs> or something. <laughs> like that dude just happened to go to the show where they didn't play it or something. Or that person, surprise, surprised, surprised, doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, what? maybe they went to zero shows that year. They were just trying to, you know, just be a dickhead. I don't
5: know. <laughs>
1: Man, one really impressive thing about James's right hand with the downstrokes, not only is he just so fast with it, but you know, a lot of their songs they play faster live. Lars speeds a lot of stuff up, and James just he keeps right up with that right hand, man. It's it's like just machine gun
2: fast. Well, even the songs he starts though, he plays fast. Like he play, he was playing hit the lights fast, and he starts that. I, yeah. I think they're all just ramped up on adrenaline and drugs and cocaine. So much cocaine, man. <laughs> Don't you think it's a cocaine thing? I do.
1: I'm just we kidding. Had I'm joking. Three, three Red Bulls before the show, guys. By the way, what are you uh, sipping on tonight, Clint?
2: I'm drinking uh, whiskey. I'm drinking uh, cheap Evan Williams whiskey and Diet Coke and water.
1: Nice. Nothing wrong with Evan Williams. It's a good, solid, cheap
2: whiskey. Tell me about your medicine.
1: Uh, I've got some... Uh, also, um, in the cheap category, you know, because, you know, we're not touring. Uh, yeah, I got some no skull, skull vodka uh, on the rocks with uh, some black cherry zevia soda. You ever get down with zevia soda? That that
2: brand is
6: yeah, real good. Yeah,
1: for
2: sure. No calories. I think I've only had it at your place, but I like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tasty. Ooh, you hear that? That was a drop beats. I love this white pea basement. Uh, Rob's plan. Let's see. I didn't notice it yet. Come on, man.
1: Come listen, man. I was just I was just distracted by my skull vodka.
6: My soul, my soul. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Someone just wrote Joyce <laughs> <laughs> Yes Honey please Wait here please Honey Joyce uh, Joel Carlos wrote that
1: Someone said Rest in peace Little Richard Agreed Oh man Gotta give it up for Little Richard dude Dude God what a he, To me he's the king of rock and roll man The architect Well sure. he he kind of invented rock and roll you know, a lot. You know, a lot. A, a lot of purists in the rock and roll world and music history. You know, of course, people consider Elvis the king of rock and roll, but a lot of purists will say that you know, what Little Richard invented rock and roll, and Elvis popularized it. Because this is back in the fifties, yeah. You mean... a, a, a gay black man from Georgia, or a bi, a bisexual. There's conflicting things on that throughout his life, but uh, either way. <laughs> I love that you brought his sexual orientation into it. Well, I mean, I think it's relevant for, like, the time period back then. The time, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the 50s, man. I mean, let alone, like, doing that in the 70s or 80s.
2: Um, Shoot. Someone just wrote Dawn Patrol. I'm sure that was for us. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, you know, I've been on this Dylan kick that we've all heard about forever, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to nauseate anybody, but you know Little Richard was like the reason that Dylan plays music and I know that's true for the Beatles too so when you think about the fact that Little Richard is the main influence even way beyond Elvis beyond Buddy Holly two of the most influential artists of all time you start to get a sense of how important he was you know
1: absolutely Uh, next time anybody listening gets on Twitter uh, look up Paul McCartney's Twitter account He, he wrote a a multiple tweet uh, about Little Richard's death and uh, the influence of how the Beatles
2: and him personally. It was really sweet. Right. Right. Kirk sounding great.
4: Yeah. Pancakes.
2: Pancakes go. <laughs> Someone just wrote that. Man, there's a lot <laughs> of Metal of Your Podcast shit in the comments. Love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I love that too. A lot of Paul's, a lot of Metal MUIP's Someone wrote, Hi, Clinton Ethan. Hey, hello. We see you guys. This is when they crowd around the kit. Actually, it's just Kirk over there.
1: Kirk's like, come on, guys. (laughs) Guys, guys, guys. We're supposed to go down here by Lars.
2: Tell you what, dude. This main rift of puppets, the spider riff, real hard to play all downstrokes in time. They make it, it is, yeah. they make it look so fucking easy. I know, man. How about James For up sure. there on that riser?
1: Love it's it. Pretty cool. The king of the lair of the stage. King Hatfield. Just another. Oh, Ken Hale just put in your podcast. <laughs> nice. What up, Ken?
2: Obey your master. He is your master, after all. That's right. Now, please don't crucify me for this, but... Okay. Is this a festival gig? I believe so, yeah. This is like a summer...
1: Yeah. When, so when, when James was going off like to, uh, off the stage a little bit, you could see like advertisements on a banner hanging over the mains. And so uh, they've got their video screens up there and stuff. But yeah, it seems like it's a festival gig. I know they did that a lot with the Black Album shows uh, that summer.
2: Yeah, I think it was the whole summer festival run, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> My battle jacket says "trespass."
1: Hey, Clint, you're not going to believe this. What I just saw in the the chat section. What'd you see? Brazil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and you're not going to believe this. I just saw another one. It's not even come to Brazil. Just Brazil. Just Brazil. All right, some four horsemen. Man, what a ripper of a set so yeah, far. Yeah, no shit. So far, nothing past eighty-six, right? Yeah. Oh, we're only on song three, right? These songs are so long. Yeah. Hit the <laughs> Lights, Puppets, and now uh, Four Horsemen, right? Yeah, so two off Kill All, one off Puppets.
1: I love that someone in the chat section just said, Metallica sucks. <laughs> Why the fuck are you here? <laughs> they're here to say Idiots. that because they're losers. Jeez. It's so it's lame. Like, it's so dumb. Like, I'm not a fan of, I don't know, I'm trying to think of somebody I'm not a fan of, uh, Let's just say I'm not a fan of Slayer. If they were doing this, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I'm going to get on their their, their stream yeah, on Slayer be Saturdays and be Slayer sucks.
2: Damn, man. James is looking good, dude. They all look great. Yeah, dude. I'm not crazy about Rob's basketball shorts and high white socks. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk shit. Well, it's just not you know. It's not something you know aesthetically you would choose to put on in the morning. Kirk looks like he's wearing like a surfing wetsuit, but with some sort of like bluish gray vest over it. It must have yeah, been I cold. A- Wait, it's summertime.
1: Yeah, it was. Well, well, but listen, summer. Sometimes summer festivals in Europe can get pretty chilly.
2: I mean, it looks like James is wearing these long, like kind of thermally long sleeves. Yeah, Kirk's got the same thing.
1: They're like, I get cold,
5: guys.
2: Kirk also looks like he's in transition for the Olive Garden look, too. He's got the vest on. I was thinking that too. It's sort of like a combination of Olive Garden chic and yeah. the sort of death magnetic mechanic guy. The the sleeveless vest guy. Like he works at a place called the Gothic Garden.
1: It's kind of a gothy Italian place, but he's but you know, he's got the vest on, but all black. All they play is the cure while you eat spaghetti. Right, some Susie and the banshees, you know, for dessert. <laughs> Man, speaking of the Cure, uh, me and my wife were sitting out back uh, yesterday afternoon, and we listened to like three Cure records in a row. And what a awesome, awesome band! One of my favorite bands ever. Oh yeah. At the very least,
2: to go listen to Disintegration. That's that to me is probably their best album. That's the one to check out. Like if you need to like understand how great they were. That's probably their height. You know, but like it was. But for like sure. a lot of big bands, there's a lot of rewarding stuff on lesser known albums there's an album called Wish that had Friday I'm In Love on it but yep and then of course the early stuff like Faith and Pornography yeah 17 Seconds Head on the Door 17 Seconds is awesome Kiss Me Kiss Me Kiss Me
5: Lars is like, come on, guys, get into it!
1: Now they are sounding great at the show. Sound great, no doubt. And I'm assuming, like, like all these shows, like old Fiddleman and his crew did some touching up, some some remixing and stuff. This one was, yeah, this one was mixed by Fiddleman's team. So since last week, uh, when my my normal set of cans broke, I haven't replaced them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing my Inners right now And It sounds awesome I should do that For these episodes I do get a little Fatigue from wearing Headphones for two Hours straight Yeah they hurt my head Yeah same here um, Yeah I got the old, uh, the old in inner monitors in my, in my ears right now And uh, it sounded great
4: She got
2: I love that battle vest. Yeah, me too. Hey, he's got a couple. Right? That's right. Oh. Rob on the uh, Jocko base. Got the Jocko, yeah. They're not showing him very much. I know, seriously. I mean like for real. We want more Rob.
4: Shoot it. Shot to Alright.
2: Alright. Now what? What's good? Now what, dude. Now what?
1: Maybe what? something from lightning?
3: Are you having fun this weekend?
1: We're doing well.
2: We're having lots of fun.
3: We're the last ones, man. We're going to have the most fun of all. Are you ready? That
2: sounded like a festival comment. I certainly am, man. Yeah, for sure. And
3: uh, while we're here, I'd like you uh, to pay tribute and uh, take notice of my friend behind me from 30 years and more, my good friend, Mr. Lars Ulrich.
2: I think we have some bells. Interesting tribute to Lars. Yeah, this sounds like bells for sure, right? Yeah. You were right, dude. You called a lightning song. Hey, man. I didn't look at the set list, I promise. It's just my
5: metal intuition. <laughs> For you and Metallica will be as one, yes.
1: Yes, we shall. For the Shall we
5: th- unite our souls?
2: takes kind of an intense stance when he's doing this part.
1: He does, yeah. It's almost like he's. It's like the crab walk pose.
2: Like he's about to get into it. Yeah, it's sort of a pre crab walk meditation. His tone is fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah, it sounds great. Gonna walk just like a crab now. Gonna walk just like a crab, a crab, I'm a crab, I'm a crab, I'm a crab now. <laughs>
5: Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: I've embraced the crab walk, man.
2: I used to think it was real weird. I've just embraced it now. It's oh, like you've embraced it's it now. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just a part of Rob. You know they say like you get older and you soften up a little bit? Right. This is this is evidence of that for me. I was like, ah, look at that. Lars got a big-ass iPad on a stand. I don't think I've yeah. seen that in a while. It's probably a set list and maybe some notes or... Uh, it's
1: probably pornography. It probably is. He's probably watching Spongebob. (laughs) You know, it could also be, too, uh, it could also maybe switch over to, like, a video feed of where James is or something if you can't see him.
2: Maybe. I don't know. That's a good point. Like a visual cue, because they've got that stage, that platform behind Lars. Right. we said this last time or maybe the week before but like if I'm in Metallica and I'm making the set list I'm putting the song on it every night oh yeah for sure someone just wrote someone just wrote Lunar Satan
1: whoa big fan over there I mean to me this song should just always be there it's like it doesn't take much time it's a short song there's no like totally massive solo or you know time signature change and like stuff on Justice it's just straightforward
2: yeah and it's a crowd-pleaser because it's so fucking awesome.
1: Someone just wrote, Metallica looks right.
2: <laughs> well, I agree. James hasn't changed any guitars yet either. Isn't that cool? Yeah, he hasn't. That's awesome. It's like, I'm just going to rock this white snake fight all night. Kirk's playing the mummy, I think. So he's played the white zombie and the mummy. Yeah, he's got yeah. the mummy on. Rob's on the P bass and then the Jocko bass. Yes, i
1: last
5: time Well.
1: I do wonder if he'll switch to like the uh, like the old school black ESP Explorer for the black album stuff.
2: Yeah, interesting. Be kind, be kind of rad. Maybe a black snake bite, or he just comes out with a telly with a B bender and a Bigsby. But dude, when he <laughs> yeah, totally, he's gonna play that White Falcon from Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> right. Yeah. He w- when he he first got these snake bites around this time, maybe a little earlier. I think he was just so excited about them. Right. He was playing them a lot more which he still plays Bites a lot, but
1: just another Paul in the comment section.
2: We don't know where he is. He might be watching. He watches these sometimes. He does. One of the times he watched them, he was on our very
4: own podcast.
2: He was a special guest slash co host. All right, Kirk, let's get that PP break. Solo. Oh, this is Helen back oh wow this is my favorite song from the EP this is so this is a beyond magnetic tune
1: hell yeah, yeah this is a nice, this is a nice well
2: let me just tell you this Ethan I was having a great time already now I'm mega and hella excited I'm turning it up a little bit I'm just gonna try my overall mix up here how fucking cool is this riff man Oh, Kirk playing a Les Paul. Uh, yeah, this is a great riff.
5: Because of this
2: halftime thing. This song's mm-hmm. wicked, man. Love it. I like how it sucks down to this clean thing. Yeah, me too.
1: Such an interesting choice for a song after all those old-school songs just to throw
2: this in there, but I'm, I'm, I'm loving it They were hot on it because this is the only one they played more than like 15 times from Beyond Magnetic I think they were right. playing it a lot around this time
1: Someone just commented, let me scroll back Oh, Namartha said, ever listen to Mellip Your Podcast? Oh, thanks Thanks for the shout out. Wow, there's people going like, what song is this? Is this song called Brazil? Is this is this song called Dave Mustaine? And I haven't listened to Beyond My Neck in quite a while. I gotta I gotta jam that ear. Maybe tonight, who knows?
2: Well I can tell you this, this this version right now sounds better than the recording. For sure, yeah. Like, this pushed me over the edge to wanting to buy the show now. Yeah. I mean, dude, think about it. When Fiddleman touches these up, it's like getting an official live audio release. Absolutely, yeah. Because they're adding... They're doing more than just fixing mistakes or stuff. They're adding, like, compression EQ. They're adding verb and delay. They're fixing vocals. They're fixing timing issues. They're just really touching it up making it sound real, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's mixing and touching the stuff up as if it was a live record they were putting out.
2: Right. And uh, and it sounds great. I see Angelo Gonzalez is talking about Metal of Your Podcast in Z comments. Oh, nice. Thank you. Hey, you know what, though, man? I didn't want to discourage you. Uh, tonight might be the night to crank up some Beyond Magnetic. It's only five songs. Or actually, four songs. It's what is four. It? It's, four, yeah. Hate Train, Rebel of Babylon, Hell and Back, and Just a Bullet Away. Yeah. I didn't even have to look that up. I should start a Metallica podcast. <laughs> you should
1: really start one. Uh, I, I, I do love this tune, man, but uh, I don't know. It's so tough. They're all great songs. I could see why they didn't put them on Death Magnetic, but um, Hate Train, I, I dig, man. I would. But this this one, is
2: the one I can see going on the album. Yeah. And they obviously had some sort of affinity for it Because they they played it like I don't know They played it like almost 20 times I think they only played the other songs one time each Also kind of an interesting track conceptually because I always interpreted this song as about James struggling with his sobriety. Right. Because he's basically saying like when everyone leaves and I'm left by myself, I go to hell and back. Yeah. Because, you know, he it's been rumored, I guess, or whatever, that he's got, or maybe he's even said this, he's got people on the road with him who are there specifically to help support him through sobriety while being on tour. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. But at the end of the day, man, even your buddy, your buddy's got to go to bed, and right. you're gonna do what, you know, you're gonna do what you really want to do. Absolutely,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, once you're left alone, it's like you know you're alone in your thoughts, and you know even if it's only for six, seven hours where you're supposed to be sleeping, man, you're, you know, you're, you're at the point where your mind could wander, and that can cause you to make stupid decisions and leave and go get some to drink or whatever. But um, Yeah, James does have people on the road with him. At least he has in the past, you know, like uh, people just kind of, you know, holding him accountable and and being there, you know, almost like having a sponsor there with you. A guitar change. Interesting. Did he break a string? I didn't notice.
2: That's what it must have been. I didn't either. He must have.
1: Man, that, that main Kirk, riff Kirk's killing it, like tonight, it man. Be, that, that riff's great he, right it definitely is the riff is great I was thinking like that to me sounds like it, it could be on a few different records aside from Death and Man like that could be on Load or Reload
2: yeah so they gave James the old black truckster but it's not the got riff truckster right Bill Sutherland wrote I love Clinton he's just putting I love Clinton Ethan, over and over <laughs> Oh, he even name drops Beyond Magnetic. That's Shout cool. it out! I love those like metal endings. That was kick-ass. Yeah, I love that. Want more Metallica? Watch HD concert videos on demand free for thirty days. Nugs.net/slash/Micro Machines.
1: Nugs dot Micro Machines. I was totally trying to talk fast, and I immediately started
2: laughing. Oh, uh, I'm seeing some blo- I'm seeing the coiled snake. Here we go.
5: Pour some sugar, on me.
2: This is when they do all of Pyromania. <laughs> yeah, it's great, but
4: it's, it's really backwards.
2: backwards. God, it's so cool looking. Oh, what is this a little a little infomercial,
4: little montage, one-on-one recording studios, Metallica, one band, one dream, one world, and this time it was personal. <laughs>
2: One <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't. One Bob Rock, one blouse. <laughs> one waterfall ponytail. And this time the blouses came out. See what happens when the Two band goes. <laughs> See what happens when the band goes to fucking Hawaii. <laughs> hey, they just showed that white falcon. They did, yeah. Although it's just a man. montage of Black Album Studio. They're not saying anything.
1: Just good, you know, it's a good little it's just clips from the documentary, but still a cool cool intro to, to get into the, the them playing the black album. Go sing it yourself. Oh brutal. That's a brutal part. Yeah.
2: James is like it'd be like asking me to you to do a drum fill with your arm chopped off. New York City, <laughs> August. Oh, ta- is that Tabitha? Tab- so- Tabitha Soren. Tabitha Soren. There she is.
6: Oh, so we got the marching.
2: Recently- we got the marching snare drum from Struggle Within. Yep. Record stores. Oh, we're gonna see Rome guy. Oh my gosh! Please. It's like when you play the Black album that didn't even come out yet, but you play it back to front. <laughs>
3: I don't know, wherever I may roam.
2: Now, <laughs> yeah, now we're in, like, the touring stuff. Like, when you tour and it's 37 countries, you know, they scroll by and 6 million in attendance. And many of the nights were in Mexico City and you go on to put it out on Pinge and Purge.
1: I have some friends that actually, who love this record, but they're like, dude, the only difference I would make is put Struggle Within first on the record. Because what a great intro this is. It sounds, you know, it it sounds like a, you know,
2: the obvious follow-up to Justice. Well, just because it's got like this, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's got kind of the more classic sounding intro and it's a thrashy song. Right. But where would Sandman go? Number two?
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of my friends say. My friend Jeremiah plays in Demon Hunter. He's like, just put Struggle Within first, and that's it. Everything else, same track Track listing. Here we go.
2: Struggle Within. All right. Our King nothing. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> God damn, this sounds good. Yeah, it does. Who just said that what the hell, Robert? Oh, it's got to be Rob, yeah. Rob, yeah. What the heck? Goodness gracious, that crap flies out your mouth again.
5: Struggle within. Struggle 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 within.
2: Ethan, I would like to hear you cover Struggle Within. Yeah? Well, I know it's it's a a song you really dig a lot, and it's an interesting deep cut. It's different, you know? Maybe I'll sign up for Patreon and ask that you cover it. Oh, you should. (laughs) Dude, someone just wrote The Struggle with Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. This has become my favorite part of these. Did it? It's tough not to keep your eyes off of it. Well, the way way I I, I have my screen in in
5: such a formation
2: that I can see both the show and the uh, comments. Yeah, same. I'm definitely buying this show. It's a great one, man. And what a cool idea to play the black album backwards, right? Well, because the, the album was so amazing that as you get toward, and it was so amazingly sequenced. Think about it, Ethan. The back half of the album is like a totally legitimate encore section. Right. Well, and you're also closing with Sandman. so You're ending with like what Sabbath True and Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> true and Sandman but then like it's Unforgiven Holier Than now. Savatru uh, Rome. Rome 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 kind of like when you're Rome. Rome. Rome it's like when you close with Rome <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of <laughs> like a built-in encore whether you play the album forwards or backwards
1: that's a cool uh, guitar Kirk's play by the way that kind of green burst yeah this I've my, seen that one my favorite riff of the song by the way Right before that verse. Yeah, I love that. Da 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 It's just real thrashy.
2: <laughs> Lou Dillia wrote, Metal of your podcast, come to Brazil, New Jersey. <laughs> That's the best one. I just saw one that was real long.
1: said, Paul! Oh! <laughs> 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 I love that our Metallica podcast fans are invading the chat
2: section I love it there's a lot of people in Brazil who are really confused yeah they're like what is this man they sound great on this song especially for a song that they don't play a lot they must have really rehearsed it well oh yeah here we go man Um, this is gonna be awesome man awesome transition into Misery you could tell too that they were like they all started looking at Rob. You know, like Rob was getting ready. Yeah, it's cool to see Rob play that part with uh with his fingers. Yeah.
1: By the way, I saw a notification on my phone. I think some people are confused when we do these on Mondays and they think we're we're actually live streaming our commentary. Right. I just saw that. So, too. just if you're listening. Listen, we're we're watching what everyone else is watching on YouTube. It gets edited and is within a few hours. It's up, ready to go. Honey, and we're not please. live streaming
2: our commentary. Come on, come
6: Which, on. By please, the listen. way,
2: that is made possible mm. with the help of our listener Michael Grosvenor, who sends us the audio of the show like right after we burn it down. Yeah, so he's a big help, and I just want to say thank you to Michael. Absolutely, I, I, I sent him a separate email a week or two
1: ago just to thank him for his work and how much it helps.
5: He just
1: I mean, this isn't my isn't is my top ten Metallica songs of all time. It might be in mine right now.
2: I've just always loved this song, man. I love that. I don't know, man. There's it's got such a great kind of dark vibe. Yeah, the mel- the melody factor in the song is amazing.
1: Yeah, and the the chorus is a key change up to F sharp, and it's just so unique. <laughs> This is a tune I would love to hear them play more present present day, or at least when they come back to
2: touring. I can't see them doing it, man. I mean, I'm not trying to be a butthole, but I I can't see them doing it. Hey, listen, honey, this is just my hopes and dreams. (laughs) Honey, please don't shadow my hopes and my dreams, and my dream hopes and my hope dreams. I know you can't do that. Honey, you've heard of hoop dreams? I have hope dreams. (laughs) Hoop dreams. (laughs) Knee deep in the Hoop dreams. A little bit of a voice crack there. (laughs) He just made a a joke about it. What what I do miss in in some parts of this song are the harmonies. I think the guitar harmony we did on our weekly, uh, nightly Metallica segments on social media. Yeah. The My Friend in Misery one was probably my favorite one we've done. That, one's so, that one and uh, the That Was Just Your Life thrashy part
1: Were my two favorites
5: my friend of misery.
1: I think we're literally like a word off from each other Cool I can live with that if you can Oh yeah, oh absolutely So they just started My Friend of Misery, is that right?
2: a <laughs> psych so they just started where the wild things are is that cool is that where you're at yep that's where I'm at yeah perfect Bob uh <laughs> almost yeah. said Bob Rob had some great bass are tone man absolutely oh think like I think
1: singing. in the is this the part where he he divides the crowd to do d- the so. two different parts
3: the Metallica family is here we're gonna split you down the middle we got some harmonies to sing all right so down the middle, this side, please sing this, all right?
2: This is when he goes,
5: Exhale light. Yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like when you die.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like how
3: you roam
2: and rove. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of
4: like.
5: (laughs) Go on and on.
2: (laughs) I saw someone just says Ethan Luck.
1: Yeah, let me just go back. Ronan Daly said, whoa, Ethan Luck, with my name highlighted in red. What does that even mean?
2: I think it means you're a marked man. I'm just going to type whoa, just for fun. I'm going to get involved here for a second. Dude, have some fun. Treat yourself. Type whoa. Whoa. I can't see your thing. It's going so fast. It's go- It goes so fast, dude. James doing these like swells, doing the harmony. Yeah, doing the volume pedal or the uh, the volume knob swells. The, the thing I love the most about this section is: is this like the only time Metallica kind of slips into Pink Floyd world? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like they get kind of psychedelic for a second. <laughs> they
1: absolutely do. The, the, I, I've said this in the past on the show, but this is the song that introduced me to, to what a B Bender was Clinton Ethan.
2: God damn, this sounds great. It does. All right, Pooh, Go get him. You're up. Get him, guy. Come on.
5: Come on, guy.
2: Kirk is always tight and right, man, on those pants and boots. Absolutely. He's always in shape, man. He looks good. Keep, keeping it sharp. Well, he, listen, man, he's a
1: surfer. I'm just like, trying to say... Many, go ahead. There's not many surfers that are out of shape. Like... A lot of my friends back home in California surf constantly in shape. Eddie
2: Vedder in shape, surfs constantly. Kirk Hammett surfs constantly. I'm just trying to tell you that I'm horny for Metallica. Can I just, can I say that? Well, you did. So it don't edit that out, please. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go. Yeah. Yeah. Pancakes. Go. <laughs> Someone just commented and wrote lame. <laughs> <laughs> What's lame?
1: they showed up like Ew, what is this song
2: this is like one of the coolest songs they've ever written underappreciated and they're playing I it know. flawlessly and someone wrote lame Jesus what <sighs> ever
1: just saw another Paul
2: someone said like, Kurt Amo he on fire oh I just saw a Metal Up Your Podcast and it was all in red ooh man that sounded great Rob's holding his face like I can't even hold this anymore it's
5: now a sacred relic of time it's too hot it is too hot (laughs) take it take it for it will melt my hands someone please please give me a shotgun so that I may play the rhythmic hook of this intro to the gods it failed
1: Ooh, do we have a black ESP,
2: James? Uh-oh, maybe your wish will come true. Oh, we got Kirk on a V. That's like a Sabbath True V at Jackson V. Ooh, he, look well, at this! Play- the, you Ooh, see the snake bite? A, it's a, it's a it's one of those uh, really rare snake bites. It's like the metallic. It's kind of relic. It's got an emblem, emblem on it. It's like it's like a satin finish. Yeah. Is this so song, that V? Is this song tuned savage- down?
1: Uh probably.
2: Should I grab a guitar and find out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like a really really specialized snake bite.
1: Yeah, this is in D and, and on the on record it's just in
2: actually on record it's in E flat. So they do have it tuned down. Cuz if it's in D they're playing E shapes. So that makes sense. So Kirk's playing his Sabbath True guitar. Right. Yeah, because w- when we did this uh, this riff battle
1: thing on, on Instagram or whatever, um, you did My Friend of Misery, I did this, and I had to tune down my bass a half step. But then this is another half step down live. So
2: I bet you when they play Sabbath True, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, Ethan. You ready? Okay. James throw it is going to play that same Snake for Sad. I think you're right. This is a tuned down guitar. And if I'm wrong, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to edit all this out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gosh, man, this record is so fucking good. The deep good. cuts
2: on the Black Album are so incredible. And yeah. had they not been competing with songs like Sabbath True and Inner Sandman Unforgiven, would be hits, I think they would be hits in their own right. Yeah. No, this, re- this
1: record is so good, man. I throw this on the turntable once in a while, and I'm like, you know, of course, Inner Sandman, Sabbath True, whatever, but yep. especially getting a side B, man, all the stuff they're playing right now, it's like, Jesus, this is
2: so good. You say that a lot, and every time you say that you have jammed this record all the time, I always think about how I relate to it. And I was like, man, I never play this record, um, but I got to start playing it, especially side B more.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure the same way as I am when it comes to like listening to records on vinyl. Like, I could, I could, you know, plug my phone into my speakers or in my car, and like I have fun listening to whatever I'm listening to. But there's something about putting on a piece of wax on a turntable. I feel like I'm, I'm. No pressure, but I'm, I'm obligated to just see it through, listen to every track and complete the record. When I'm listening just with headphones on or in my car, I just skip around a lot more, but I like that process, so when I put on the Black Album, I'm in, man, and every time I get more and more excited about this record, even though it's the best-selling record in Metallica's catalog, and quote-unquote, you know, overplayed, overdone, whatever, I still love this record in the depths of my heart. <laughs> I, I, this is a huge record for me and in my upbringing, in my uh, you know, learning learning guitar and leads and all that stuff, man. Huge influence on me.
2: Well, you're you're absolutely right. There's a there's a spiritual aspect to the ritual of listening to vinyl, where because it requires more sacrifice, you yeah. pay attention more, and you feel obligated to pay attention more. And absolutely, in my opinion, that's worth that's worth the whole thing in itself because it slows you down. Yep. Shot. Oh, that was. Bitching. Dude, don't you feel like you need to like? What, I gotta have this show on my phone, dude. This is great. I want this phone on uh, this phone. I want this phone on <laughs> my want, on my. <laughs> I want this phone on vinyl, no, dude. <laughs> Someone take my phone, melt it down, put it in the grooves of a record. Please do it now, honey. Yeah. If they if they press this one on vinyl,
1: man. Someone just said one. your
2: name again about something. Really? I mean. Let
1: me Why aren't people it. saying
2: enough things about me? That's what I don't like. Oh, Kevin Stuckart
1: says, Ethan Luck, highlighted in red, hasn't played the Ryman. Really? I thought we were going to get through one episode
2: without talking oh, about that. Oh, they can keep Kevin. mentioning you as long as they're talking about how you haven't played the Ryman. That's actually fun yeah. with me. There it is again.
5: Do, do, do. The gods it failed. The gods it failed. Yeah.
2: Man, that sounded great. I want to plays The gods That Failed. Does Torben like The God That Failed? Of
1: course he does, yes. <laughs> the God That Failed is one of my favorite songs. That bass line is... It, it's actually... The ma- the magic of that bass line is half of what keep my, keeps my carpet floating to the air.
2: <laughs> it's, does... a free, it's a low in frequency. All right, now James is playing... Oh, man, this is a weird guitar, too. He was kind of in these weird metal-looking guitars. Oh, yeah. There, that's a little much for me. <clears throat> I get the kind of distressed look. Maybe, what's, what's next? Don't tread on me or through the never? I can't do it backwards. What is it?
1: <laughs> is it?
2: <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, a wolf and man maybe? Tired, a wolf and man,
1: right? yeah. A, a wolf and man, day. then nothing else matters.
2: James, you can right. suck the energy out of me anytime you, you want. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs>
3: Please. Please. <laughs>
2: Hey, hi, he, hi, it's me, Tom Qui from Alpha Metallica. Yep, Wolf and Man. Yeah. Damn, the drums sound great, dude. I, it, I it always really love the kick, floor, snare, eighth note thing. Yep. I kind of feel like I was a drummer; I would use that all the time. Feel like, really, Clint? You're gonna do the kick, snare, eight, uh, floor, time, eighth we'll note thing with again? The
5: gunk, gunk.
2: It's
1: catchy, man. Again, another deep cut and another fucking awesome song,
5: man. Therefore I am.
2: Sorry, I'm singing too much. Dude, you're, you're like
1: I said you're about one beat ahead of me, and that's it. So we're good, man.
4: Shape
2: that green light looks awesome yes where's it coming from is it is it above or below uh that's got to be below right all right well it doesn't have to be yeah maybe I don't see anything down there. Oh, there's some movers on the floor. Someone just Instagrammed this and said, there's a lot of Paul in the comments. It's not all me. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Liar.
2: I just think there's just a lot of Melt Podcast people here tonight. Absolutely is. back on The Mummy.
1: I love hearing them play these deep cuts, which they don't play that often. I know. Only, especially because, you know, they had to really spend some time with these songs, and so I feel like when they play songs they haven't played in so long, they get a little more excited about it's it.
2: Got, well, it's got a fresh, right, like a fresh energy.
5: Any wolves yeah, out there? absolutely. Any wolves out there?
2: I like when James gets into those like really like ornate metal-y guitars. It's kind of rednecky.
1: Yeah, a little bit,
2: or I don't know, new metal It still sounds great. Right, well, he's probably got his his uh, pickups in there. Yeah. The old headset. The headset, yeah.
5: Back to the meeting! Whoa, and man.
2: It's funny because you're right. This is a total deep cut for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't even think they played it that much on the Black Album Tour. But I mean, you know, you have, obviously you had it on the first S&M, what which that's What I was, was going to say is because but. because it's on S&M and I've listened to that record. I mean, that's probably the most listened to live record of my entire life. Sure. So someone just wrote back to the meaning of Paul and man. Um <laughs> But because it's on SNM-1, I don't really think of it as deep cut, but it's a total deep cut.
1: It absolutely is, yeah.
2: All right, so nothing else matters. Although that kind of sounded like the sitar intro to Rome.
4: Rome.
3: It, Rome. It's, maybe Da, da, dee, da.
2: Well, Kirk's going to play it on the <laughs> CSP. Yeah, that kind of weird. Still, still the compressed
1: vibe.
0: Yeah. Gow. Bow
4: kind of like when you roam <laughs>
2: what if rome guy when he like he talks like this like when you wander and etc but then like hey rome guy can you sing us a song he's like i'd love to sing you a song it means a lot to me about how nothing else matters and you go on and then he starts to sing it and when he starts singing, he's like "Ah, here we go mm, do re for me so latito mm. Enough. <laughs> he has like the most beautiful Tenor voice like, o- Operatic voice He's like Pavardi.
5: <laughs> ah, ah, ah.
2: <laughs> You're like whoa Rome guy Jeez that, Rome that guy out nowhere. Wow Who'd have thought he had the Ken, pipes on him Got the Ken Lawrence happening for Hetfield is per huge. Nice First Ken Lawrence appearance Yeah Or what if Rome guy's like
4: Forever trust in who
2: we are. And then he just clears his throat. Mm. And then he goes
4: And nothing
2: else. Like all he needed to do the whole time was just clear his throat. <laughs> He's been trying to clear his throat for twenty five, thirty years. <laughs> I'm
1: just trying to clear my throat.
5: Normally I talk like this.
1: <laughs> but it spits kinda tough these days. He just all never knew. Smoking.
2: All you had to do is just clear his throat poor guy. I, I think I think it's
1: genetic for my Aunt Joyce's. Honey, please. <laughs> what if Rome guy is the Joyce's nephew? That could <laughs> well, be Well, what true. happened
2: was I grew up spending the summers at my my Aunt Joyce's and her do- I'm allergic to her dog, Lucius, and you roam <laughs> and you wander and you look for a cure, but you can't find one. It's weird because uh, Valentino doesn't affect my allergies,
1: but Lucius, my God, it's just... It's like when you roam and and look for the
2: dog that won't kill you. I mean, I'm not from Yonkers. I'm from a little bit west of that. But you roam and you rove and, and you visit your Aunt Joyce and her dog Lucius gives you a bit of a throat condition. But you go on, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Somebody just wrote something very heartfelt. It said nothing. Ma- nothing else matters but you, James. Aw, was that That's you? Was that, that you, Clint? No. Yeah, well, it said Clint Wells. So. It's so strange to hear this in the middle of the set. I, I
2: expect them to end this set after this and then Sandman, and we're done. But see, but. I think it's awesome. I think, like, I think taking, like, early set and late set staples and throwing them in the middle is such a cool, easy way to add some sauce to the set.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. I you know, don't get me you're, wrong. You're, I love Because then
2: you're not having to, like, relearn a bunch of weird songs to keep it weird. Just placement can really be effective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We also did this in one of our soft uh, guitar minis. We did. It was quite nice. You got to play the cool little little bluesy lick here.
4: Whatever it.
2: Yep. But but I will say that uh, that day of the guitar was your idea, and you you allowed me to play the the cool part. Uh, uh, honey, I insisted. You could have chosen the cool part for yourself, but you didn't because that's you, Ethan. You're selfless.
1: Well, I just... Listen, sometimes I gravitate towards the James part, so that's what I right. did that day. Right. Which, by the way, if you guys are following us on social media, we've been doing this for a few weeks now, our Night the Metallica thing. It's everything from Riff Battle to Guitar Monies. Last week and this week are more like uh, just pitting things against each other's songs. Tonight I did two Puss Head designs. Um, and I think I'm going uh, to do some some drum stuff, maybe uh, different Lars beats. You can compare those and battle over those. It's been fun, so you should follow us over there. You right? I'm right. How do they find us over there? Well, you just open up your phone <laughs> and you go to Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, Facebook, anything that is socially media something. When I'm, I'm, no, I don't have a joke for that. Uh, you know, Come on, social media. Whatever you're on, we're probably on it too, so just... Search your Podcast You'll find us Come on Someone keeps writing Slipknot is better than Metallica Cool Go watch the Slipknot show
2: You kind of didn't land the uh kind of didn't land the feedback-y thing I wonder if Chad didn't turn the effect on You hear that? What the hell, Chad? I did hear that Oh, and he hit a clammy clam. I'm telling you, something got a little weird there. And when you're so used to a thing being a certain way, if something mm-hmm. goes kind of wrong, it kind of discombobulates you and fucks you up. Like, it I've is, never yeah, heard James weird. hit a clam on that. But right. I think the effect was wrong, and it caused him to do a clammy clamerson. Just threw him off a little bit? Well, because he normally has that big, wide-open sustain thing. I mean, it's kind of controlled by some sort of compressor, but the gain is really yeah. high. You know that? Because it kind of feeds back forever. Now he's got this really dry thing that he just turned into a little rickooter solo. Getting his rickooter on. (laughs) I was like channeling some rye. Little rye, little rye never hurt no guy. All right, boys. All right, now we got what? Don't 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 tread on on me. me. I love. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know. I I don't know if it's "Don't tread on me" or "Through the Never." There's Chadley. Hello, Chadley. Back to the white snake bite. This guy was loving that white snake bite. Ooh, and the the neck hasn't been shaved off yet. I just saw that. Ooh. Oh no, never. Never say never. Through the never. Oh yeah, we were wrong. Oh my god. This rip we'll is. We'll so never live good. it down. Well, it's Master of Puppets Part 2. Yeah.
4: Shook sure, a ticket. shook. Sure.
1: This, this is one of those other
2: Hetfield riffs that like all downstrokes it's a, it's a wrist burner for sure I mean I straight up can't do it and then believe me I'm not saying I'm not a good guitar player because God knows I am but oh, the, Lord, the Lord definitely knows <laughs> you are to play that way that tight you have to just be doing it all the time mm-hmm. it's like a muscle it's like anything
1: oh dude listen when I was still touring with Demon Hunter my downstrokes were so fast I and I'm not trying to be a cocky asshole here I could get through Master of Puppets no problem all downstrokes. Now I can't, it, it would take more conditioning. It is a muscle, you're
5: right. Twisting, cutting, cool, I'm never. Never was, really, never.
1: I feel like this song was a little bit more popular than a normal deep cut even though it wasn't like a big single. But you know why? It's because they played it more yeah they played it more they had the movie called Through the Never but I mean that was way later than the Black Album
2: no 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 but but when they were touring this they played Through the Never all the time yeah they never played Don't Tread on Me they hardly yeah. ever played A Wolf or Man you know what I mean they never yeah, played sure. God That Failed ever like I'm pretty sure Through the Never is on Benjamin and Purge so yeah they were playing it on the tour I remember reading an interview with James not long ago. Well, I read the interview not long ago, and the interview was not that long ago. Where he was kind of describing Through the Never as sort of like a a failed experiment of the Black Album. Where he described the song as like, uh, it, it was an interesting idea, it just never worked. I thought I thought that was interesting of him to say.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: I mean, I think it works. I think it's an awesome song. Uh, it's working for me right now. I think it could have been a single I love that someone was just holding an iPad up to get a picture of James.
1: <laughs> someone in the crowd. Yeah, I just saw someone. It was like it was like an iPad like on a selfie stick. Let's see if you can see it again. Was it just a picture of James on it. No, it's just like I think they were trying to get a picture of James oh. or something. I don't get like it's one thing to like take a bunch of photos with your phone in the show, but to bring an iPad to a concert. I know what a fucking door. Hold dork. that massive screen up. I know, it's so lame.
6: Ugh.
1: I love this riff right here so much.
5: On through the
1: never, on man. Woo. It's like when you go through the never.
2: <laughs> after you've roamed a bit, well, you're a nomad and a vagabond, and you find the never, and you go, you roam through it, and you go on. <laughs> you just have to go
1: on through it. You, you go, you can't. You can't stop at the never. You can't go around the never. You have to go through the never. It's
5: like when you
2: die, but they're like, you got to go through the never still.
5: (laughs) Will he ever...
3: Man,
1: this is, this is so much fun. Great set. Yeah, I see it backwards, and... Man,
2: I'm I'm having a great time, Clint. I'm having a large time. I'm having a super large time. I do think like this is going to be a long show. Yeah. Here we go. So this is kind of a treat, right? Like, I mean, Don't Tread on Me is definitely in my bottom 15 or 20 Metallica songs. Sure. However... I'm really excited about this right now because I never see it live. I like how on this particular block of the songs, too, doing the... Oh, Rob back on the white P bass. I like how tight the transitions have been. Like, a lot of just really close transitions. Not a lot of bullshit in between.
5: Yeah, you're right. Where
2: I like the verses to this song.
1: Yeah, same. It is cool, though, how like there's certain songs that when you hear them live, it just takes on a whole new feel in the totally. record version. It totally does. It's
2: pretty cool triplets in this chorus. Yeah. Uh-huh. To for
5: song, yeah.
2: Pretty catchy chorus, man. I forget how catchy that chorus is. This is like escape catchy. it
1: really is a catchy chorus, man. Like, I mean I really think they went in this record, like, let's see if we can
2: make every song a single. Alright, who's this guy spamming the comments of Metal Through podcast? Someone's like writing it over and over. Just wanna give him a shout out. I want to encourage the behavior. Michael something? I couldn't see it fast enough. I see I see old Yurgis on there. Oh, really? What's he saying? Metal of your podcast. Metal of your podcast. Metal of your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> holding it down Metallic over there. Metallica in the chat section. Let's have a brief little Chris Yurgis love fest. How awesome is that guy? Oh, Chris Yurgis is great.
1: He's, I mean, the, Chris Yurgis is responsible for us running our anniversary parties
2: smoothly. He's our, He's well, he's our... Uh, well he's our producer and our uh, stage manager, right? Or our tour manager. Yeah, pretty much. We love you, Chris. That's all we'll always. say about that.
5: And I will love you. baby. You're Jess. motherfucking always. <laughs>
2: little bon- I thought you were doing uh I thought you I thought you were doing uh Whitney Houston. Ah no no no
1: no! I was going to, to the Jove. And I uh, <laughs> going for the going go for way. the Jove. <laughs> going for the Jove, man.
5: Disappear pieces. All
2: right, dude. It's settled. I'm listening to the Black Album on vinyl tonight. You should, man. Ugh! Someone's writing metal Trump. Good God!
1: Well, if they are referring to this, this there's there's videos that go around where they take um, single words from his speeches and literally recreate songs. It's actually pretty funny. Um, there's a Master of Puppets one. There's a Slayer one. But it's actual words he said. It's pretty funny. I'll t- Listen, I'll send you one later. I, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Like when that dude, that dude is literally writing that over and over again. I don't care anymore.
4: Like
3: when the song when they play Rome, (laughs) kind of like
2: when "Don't Tread on Me" ends, but they're playing the Black Album backwards. So instead of going into through the never, you roam and you wander into Rome, and kind of like the Earth becomes your fucking bride. Man, this sounds good. Dude, this like the slow halftime groove of this riff is m- probably the most evil shit on the record. I mean that in a good way. Yeah, I feel it, like it, when it, uh, I feel it like is. when it goes to like normal time right here, like it, you gain momentum obviously, but it loses a little bit of that sluggishy Sabbathy power. Yeah, for sure.
1: Hey, so would you say that maybe this song is, is a good song to make a, a beverage refill since? Uh they play this all the time. I was thinking something very similar because I have to make a PP. Okay, why don't you go first? Because a PP is more important than making a
6: refill.
2: <laughs> to save your bladder, like when you're holding your pee and you die. It's but like <laughs> when you wear diapers. See, I
1: wear
6: diapers <laughs> when we record these
2: episodes, so I don't even have to go to the bathroom. It's like when your Pampas are already soaked because you've been peeing and pooping all day. And... <laughs> all right, well, let me go do this and then I'll be right back. Okay, go do that. I'm gonna jump into
1: the chat section while we have to play Rome. All right, great. Let's see what you got here. Uh, we've got someone said Waiting for the God that Failed. Well, guess what? John I couldn't see your last name. They're playing the record backwards. You already missed it, boy. Hey, Brazil. <laughs> I love when people throw in the chat section, the next song is this. The next song is Unforgiven. Calm down. Cool. You know the track listing. Ooh, I just saw, hey, hang on, let me scroll back up. John uh, Kunsack, I think his last name is. He said, "Rome, guy." In the middle of your podcast. There we go. Oh, come on, honey, please, Rome. Hey, so-, <laughs> so we got here, a lot of emojis. It's hard to follow. This goes so fast. Someone said, "Anywhere I roam." I can't keep up with it sometimes, man. This is this is intense. <laughs> There we go. John said it's like when you die. It's like he can hear me talking right now. Listen, I wish we could do these like live stream where everyone could listen to us commentate as it's playing. That would be incredible. Um, maybe we could figure that out one day. But for now, it's not happening. But it is crazy to see how many comments we're getting in the chat section on YouTube because it makes it feel like people are actually
2: listening to us right now.
1: so many emojis, I can't, I can't, it's just distracting, my goodness. What is it? Lula Hero, that's what somebody keeps saying, Lula Hero, I don't know what that means. This is a part in uh, this song where we've been requested to do this harmony. It's just so short, though, that's a tough thing, it'd be like a... Eight-second video on on uh, socials. Hey, my I'll my time anywhere. Anywhere my yeah, the comment section is not getting uh, any more exciting right now. Here comes the Wah Boys. That's a good one. Okay. sounding great you know I'm gonna scroll back up to the video this is getting old Kirk is sounding awesome what a great solo by the way I mean he, all his lead work on the Black Album as you watched in the year and a half of Metallica I mean he got pushed and pushed hard by Bob Rock he just some of Kirk's best work oh we got some rain happening now love it love it I wonder what Clint's doing Clint's probably sitting in his chair now listening to me This is the downside of doing festivals is if it starts raining, the festival keeps going until there's lightning. And it's not as common in Europe to have crazy thunderstorms like we do over here. Um, So if it's raining and soaking the stage, you just deal with it. Rob's back of vocals are sounding good. A little double kick by Lars, that sounds cool. these endings are really sounding cool. We're normally on record. It fades out. So you don't even really know what happens. Dig it. Love it. I miss Clint. Come back from your PP. Oh my gosh. What could be next? Let me check the chat section. Surely someone knows. Brazil. I wonder if they're treating this like the encore, kind of. Like, are they going to play anything after Enter Sandman? Interesting question. The Unforgiven about to happen.
4: All right, I'm back, honey, please. I hear hear Clint. I hear Clint. There he is. Hey.
1: Just in time for The Unforgiven. You're not going to believe it. Unforgiven is after Rome. How was the Rome solo? Dude, it was kick-ass. Kurt fucking nailed it and the ending was great too normally it's to a fade on a record but
2: great ending too Kirk's loving this kind of like yellowish goldish ESP I know I dig it uh, I'm gonna make a quick refill okay go to your
1: thing then BRB talk amongst yourselves da,
4: da, da, da.
2: I will be doing no talking just singing along
4: da, 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 da.
2: just kidding Oh, Lars, doing the count on the cr- on the uh, the crash.
4: <laughs> Rocking the
2: Ken Lawrence. On the comments here, someone just wrote, Yeah, (laughs) someone wrote, Lana. I love you, Lana. Eric Gorman says, Metal of your podcast. Thank you, Eric.
5: Someone
2: wrote, Choke me. Okay, a little aggressive, a little scary. Someone wrote Paul. We got a Paul over here. I feel like James has pretty eyes. Am I alone in that? Anyone else think James has pretty eyes? You don't have to be gay to recognize someone has beautiful eyes, baby, please. hear a chair creaking i
1: think you did hear correctly honey
2: do you think james has pretty eyes oh my gosh <laughs> i'm being,
6: I'm being do serious I? <laughs> <laughs> listen he
1: listen he's a handsome dude no no and i think he is one of those dudes that gets more handsome with age wow silver fox man well there you have
2: it a ringing endorsement from one mr ethan luck you you heard it here first
1: have such
5: beautiful eyes <laughs> so they call me the silver fox
2: all right kirk come on buddy i feel like i'm always pulling for him at this moment hell Just yeah a weird weird tone though it's that same problem over compressed Pinch harmonic?
6: Yeah.
1: I noticed when he goes to that, he even plays it different from what he played on the record. He starts on the high note. I think on the record it starts on
2: the low note. As I'm pushing up my nerdy glasses, he did pretty good. The timing got off, but I think it was Lars. Yeah, maybe so. On that exact part you're talking about, do daddy do, right?
5: See what might have been.
1: This is one of those tunes, man. Where this, you have to lay back on this song, man. Like I understand Lars has been playing this. You got a what? Set. Lay back on the tune, like just. They always play this one a little too fast, man. You got to let it breathe. I know it's hard. I mean, in in recent years they've done they've done that more with Sabbath True. Like there was, a, and maybe it'll be this case uh, in this show. It's for a long time, Sabbath True was just rushing the whole time, right? And then when we saw him, it was like Lars just laid way back on the beat, and I wish they would do that with uh, Unforgiven more. It's
2: it's just way more powerful. Absolutely. Someone wrote in the comments: Maynard lives. <laughs> Well, man, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, don't scare me,
3: dude.
2: I feel like if James is going to do the big strummy strum at the end, like now, it's better on the electric than the acoustic. Man, I was just thinking the same like thing. Like cl- cleaner, chorusy electric, like kind of the James clean, town, clean tone. Yeah, either that or, I mean, not that they're ever the kind of band that have, like, Chad
1: play some stuff off stage. But if they were, it's like, you know, Chad plays the acoustic stage. I don't think they but... would ever
2: do anything like that. No, they wouldn't. But some bands do that, you know. I remember the first time I ever saw Coldplay on the Rush of Blood of the Head Tour. So this is like before they even really blew up. When they did Yellow, Chris Martin just was holding the mic, like not playing acoustic. It was a really prominent acoustic guitar in the song Yellow. Their biggest hit, it was yeah. the Encore and my my advantage point where i was in this little concert hall i could see the side of the stage and there was a guy on the side of the stage just playing the part and i'm like yeah let the guy come on the stage that's crazy yeah so yeah some bands do that here we go a little holier than now this is probably my favorite deep cut from the album
1: i mean it's it's a it, it's weird that it's a it's a considered a deep cut but it's
2: the third track on the record well, it wasn't a single, and they didn't play it live very much. Even on, you know, Black Album Tour, they didn't play it live that often. Well, shoot, I mean, man, I guess if you
1: think about a lot of their, th- their th- the third slot on some of their records, other than, like, Bells, I mean, you know, you've got um, Eye of the Beholder, By My blanket on Puppets, um, Thing That Should Not Be.
2: Yeah, but isn't it, isn't it Horseman on uh, Kill em All? Uh, Horseman's second. Right? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I'm just pulling it up so we don't get it wrong. I think Horseman's second. You're right, so Motor Breath, you're right, Deep Cut. Motor Breath, that's right. And then you're right about Bell, so that's a big one. On Puppets is Thing That Should Not Be, yes, you got that correct. You got Eye Beholder correct. Look at you, killing it. Oh, my gosh. On Load, we got House of Jack Built. They've never played it live. Yeah. Reload, Devil's Dance, they probably played that about 60 times. Insane anger. some kind of monster. One of the only ones they played live. Death Magnetic, Broken, Beaten, Scarred. That didn't outlive the World Magnetic Tour. Right. Hardwire, we got now that we're dead. Which, that was a. They played a ton.
5: Do <laughs> not.
2: You don't know crap.
1: Man, Kirk is really rocking that green burst.
2: Yeah, it's like he he must have gotten it around this time. You know what it is when you get yeah. a new guitar? You like play it on everything, even though you shouldn't. It's because you're course, excited. Yeah. For sure.
1: Ah. Oh. I'll say, man, Rob's BGVs in this show is pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, but again, this is one of the fiddlemen. Not to take anything yeah. away from Rob, but I just mean, of course, he's got a team of engineers making it sound as good as it can. Oh, I've been having sure. my buddy Brad Lyons and your and your friend too. He's a uh, yeah. a wonderful producer and uh, and mixer in Birmingham and uh, he's been like mixing a bunch of songs for me. Yeah. Just to get better at it because we're all locked down and the world's so scary and shit. And he's been taking stuff, like he's been taking songs of mine that I hate because I hate myself and making <laughs> them sound real where I'm like, "Wow, you really made the song sound like a real song." When you have when you have like really talented people taking your stuff and like bringing out the best of what you do, it makes a really big difference.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean, the, I can't tell you how many times that I have finished a recording whether it's an original or a cover and I'm like you know musically I think it all sounds cool uh, I'm not a huge fan of my own voice I, I'm, I'm sure you're very similar um, yes I just don't love listening back to it but same but whenever I send a mix to Nathan Thomas who's mixed all of our cover with Black and piece he sends it back and I don't know what he does to it but um, it, it makes me not dislike
2: my own voice Nathan is so great you know I, I need to text him I almost texted him yesterday you know, he let me borrow this P-Bass a couple of weeks ago. Right. And I play it every day. Like uh, It's just really made my daily recording a joy, especially my awesome. bass playing. And uh, anyway, shout out to Nathan Thomas. He he mixes all of our cover, our black yeah. and EPs. Yeah, he makes us sound great, no doubt. He really does. Before, I mean, he get, before he does his thing on the mixes, we sound like, When you die, and the fixer, and the outlaw torn, and the memory remains but after he gets the mixes we sound like uh i don't know angels from another realm oh, re- oh honey please we really do it just angelic
1: uh you know it just you can't you can't compete with it you know it's heaven sent
2: that was basically
1: like a little drum solo yeah that was interesting
3: did you come here for something heavy
1: uh we get the heavy speech cuz
2: they're gonna play heavy
1: all right so you're right he's back to that that uh that other snake
2: oh guy. sweet confirmation I kind of dig that snake bite, dude. I like any fucking snake bite.
1: So here's my question for oh, you: Oh, like Rob content. playing
2: that? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Rob playing that monster uh, bass? Oh yeah. So that must be a, a downtuned bass. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. What were you saying? Um.
1: So since there's obviously this and then Sandman. Yeah. Do you think they're closing with Sandman, or are they going to do a proper encore? No, I think they're. Gonna- so when you. Go ahead. I think when you went to the bathroom, I don't know if you heard it, but uh, before Unforgiven, they briefly left the stage. It made it seem like an encore, so I'm wondering if, it, if they're going to play anything after Sandman or
2: that's going to be it. Wow, good point. Good point. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it seems kind of wild to end with Sandman and come back, but like, so what could that even be? So it could be, that could be, oh, oh well, they're going to play one, aren't they? One, yeah, one. And then... Um, uh, creep, creeping death, creeping death, battery. Um, eh, I don't know. I don't know if battery makes sense yeah. anymore. But metal creep, they could do uh, <laughs> seek and destroy. <laughs> totally, Ronnie. Um, no, they could. Go, uh, so here are the songs that, that that make sense: fade of black, one, creeping death, Blacken seek and destroy, and seek. That's it, yeah. right? In terms of the songs that could really follow Sandman at that level. I mean, here are other songs they could play, and it'd be fine. Harvester of Sorrow. Fuel. Um,
1: (laughs) I'm I'm being serious,
2: actually. I think Fuel. No, yeah, absolutely. Fuel. No, no, you're right. They haven't played anything anything post-Black Album. Other than um, uh, Hell and Back. Oh, shit. I'm going to edit all that out. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't do it. I'll leave that in. Leave it in. You want me to look like a fool? No. (laughs) Not at all And Clint looked like a fool A fool I am Do my dirty work scapegoat There's a guy holding up some sort of sign in the snake pit God knows what that says (laughs) Do you see that sign? Yeah (laughs) What What could it possibly say? Yeah I like you guys I think you are cool You guys are really neat you guys are a really neat band. It also might be an Austrian as well. You guys are a super neat band. I'm, it's not a tumor. <laughs> come on.
3: Come on. Get the chopper. <laughs> Get the chopper. Come on. Do it.
1: <laughs> That's like the two things I can I can say that mildly sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger is, come on and do it. I'll be back.
3: I'll be back.
2: All right, here's that. the. Are right, you ready for it? Ready. You're gonna take a big long pause, like when you die. Nah, they kind of went yeah, right I into it. That's pretty short, yeah. James just blew a little kissy kiss to a very lucky man or lady. It's actually Arnold. He's in the crowd going,
3: Come on, blow me a kiss. Come on. Come on. Do it, they're not your puppets.
2: With St. Anga. <laughs>
1: I don't know when this happened, but I noticed that James had a slight wardrobe change. He's not wearing the long sleeve for the for the chilly weather.
2: Oh my God! To an old You're right. Black
1: T-shirt. I know. This is I'm breaking not, news. I don't everybody. know when that breaking happened news. either.
2: <laughs> no, I I also didn't notice when that happened. I see Rob's still wearing the uh, horrible shorts and horrible. He's still Rob is still ready for the basketball court.
1: Well, kind Rob, of. I was ready to shoot some hoops. Kirk is still. You know what, Kirk's uh, ready, you know what Kirk's ready to do. Ready at, to look like go- a
2: fucking rock star.
1: Kirk is ready for a shift at the Gothic
2: Garden. I like this. that. Kirk's like. <laughs> I like that. Kirk's like. You know what? I'm a rock star. I'm gonna look like a rock star. Yeah. James is similar, but Kirk. You I mean, Kirk's usually the guy that most often looks like a rock star.
1: Yeah. James is always looks like a badass. Especially, I think, in, on this song the battle vest t- uh, black t-shirt jean or leather pants maybe and that snake bite, And like the wrist looks fucking and the tough. wrist
2: thingies yeah it's wrist sweatbands. bands what do you call those things you put wrist cuffs no oh, know, wristbands. honey sweatbands. i don't know what, they're called. <laughs> what does that guy's little fucking sign say good god <laughs> what what if it says honey please
1: he just like predicting the podcast <laughs> it says it says paul it says hello me and
2: it says,
4: "When you die."
2: We got more Pauls. See, if Graham Smith wrote Paul.
5: Yeah, Sabotage, yeah, Sabotage.
6: I wonder
2: where they're gonna
1: play a little, next. <laughs> <a little> ba- <laughs> oh gosh, they, got a little bass solo happening.
2: It's, it's, uh oh, anesthesia. Guitar change. Oh, this is where he does the tune-down thing. I'm going to play it low, and then I'm going to tune it down. Someone wrote, going to Brazil.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, other dudes are changing their guitars right now. Then Hatfield starts the intro. Rob changes basses. We go into
2: Exit Sandman. Mm. Someone just wrote Ethan Luck. <laughs> that just, that's it. God just damn, my they're really writing about you a lot here tonight.
1: Where is it highlighted in red again? There it is, yeah. No. Listen, I'm
2: going to write something. There we go. Take that. It better say Clint Wells in all caps. Uh, Make sure you catch it. I'm looking. That's literally what I wrote. (laughs) There it is, Clint Wells. Hey, you you didn't mention you put about eight exclamation marks. That's great. Well, I I wanted you to see it.
1: Oh my gosh, Inner Sandman, are you kidding me? Crap, they haven't played this since 1986. Yeah, this is that weird uh, that weird B-side
2: from Kill'em All. Actually, this is a Dave Mustaine song from uh, before the band was even called Metallica. That's right. This is when James was in Leather Charm. This is actually a Leather Charm song. <laughs> it is.
1: He actually wrote it with his, uh, with his leopard print gloves on originally
2: right he he co-write with his PE teacher right from uh, yep it was yeah from a down from Downey High yeah from Downey High
1: yeah Yeah, man this song still gets me I'll I'll never go see Metallica and leave
2: during this song like whoa first pyro of the night that's crazy I'm telling you there's no way they're not gonna play one right they gotta play one I don't know. Yes, we're still here, James. We're watching.
4: Don't forget my son, Chad. Chad. Kind of
3: like when you roam.
6: Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you get tucked in at night. Like you got one eye open and you gripping your pillow
2: tight in your robe.
1: See, that's a sign of a good mix right there, man. Bring up the crowd mics during those parts. Sounds awesome. Right.
2: Interesting little uh, little octave part. Yeah, the octave thing. That was cool. Was that Kirk? That was James. Honestly, if you ever hear anything kind of left to center from the part, like something a little extra, that's usually James kind of doing something weird just right. to probably keep himself entertained. He's like, I've played this song
1: 15,000 times. Let me play a little octave here. Hey man, Rob's sounding pretty good on those harmonies on that pre-chorus. Dude, there's, a, there's been a bunch of times during this set where he sang some legitimate harmonies and it sounded awesome. shoot I could see him coming
2: back with one and seek and destroy. Yeah. It's one, seek, and maybe fade. Yeah. Although to do one and fade that close seems overkill on valid yeah.
6: world. <laughs>
2: Say what you will about like how Kirk shows up for like for example the hardwired recording sessions i feel like live he shows up and like he may not play everything perfectly but i feel like he's always there he's always present he's always performing great he's always engaging the crowd his energy's up he never seems like he doesn't want to be there he is for sure absolutely you know what i mean i don't think he gets enough credit for that yeah i'm with you Oh, this is I've cool. I've never really seen this kind of crowd participation part of the uh, Lord's Prayer.
1: Yeah.
5: It's pretty neat,
3: dude.
2: That's cool. No. No.
1: Oh. Got the video <laughs> playing in the background.
2: Just James feeding into the oh, yes, stereotype. Yeah. Diving oh, yeah. head first into that. Yeah, he didn't care.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we uh do we have the very white version?
2: Totally. That's right, baby. And if you're not, you are in the family now, all right? Welcome to the fam.
3: It's great to see everyone here tonight. I don't really know what to call you. This
0: Nichols Dorf right?
2: Schnickelsdorf <laughs> Sch- Schnickelsdorf Schnickelsdorfenhausen Now he's just trying to get them to echo anything
4: Yeah Like when you roam Together
2: at last are <laughs> together at last Okay this is kind of cringy right? right here, I'm wearing a battle vest right
4: I've got to make a TT.
1: This is interesting. I've never seen him do this.
2: I honestly hate this. It was cool at first. Now it's kind of getting a little. It's a little too like you put your right foot in, you put your left foot out. That's It's kind of
1: like the hokey pokey. You're right. <laughs> I feel like I should put on some ro- some roller skates right now.
6: Wow.
1: that was definitely drawn out a little too long. <laughs>
2: I appreciate James being like, look, festivals, let's figure right. out something different and cool. Yeah, for sure. I just don't know about that. Someone just wrote, so cringe. So cringe? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call it cringe-worthy. It just went on a little
1: well, too long. That's all. I called it Plain that.
6: Plain Yeah. I thought I mean, it was
1: kind of cringey.
2: But if you and I were on the rail of that show, we would have been like, Togetherness! Dude, we'd be high fiving and hugging and shitting. Yes. And doing all the things you do course. on the rail. I would have a boner the whole time. Okay. Enough. But too much. Too much. Too far. Too far. Well, <laughs> listen. <laughs> just want to
1: be transparent. I'm just kidding, with our man. Boner, boner it up. I might have one right now. Who knows? Nobody knows but me. It's like when you get a boner during a Metallica live
2: stream. <laughs> <laughs> And it goes on and on, and you can't go down. You got to go to the doctor because there's some sort of circulation issue. <laughs> it's like it's
1: like when you take too much. Uh, what's that, Dan? What's the boner pill again? Viagra? Uh, Viagra. It's like when you take too much Viagra, and you get the boner for longer than they tell you in the commercial, and you got to call the doctor. But you just call them more, call more people to come over.
2: And the earth becomes your Viagra.
1: This is getting about as weird as James gang-vocaling togetherness with the crowd. Sorry, I started it. All right, so let's see what we got happening here after this song is uh, trash-canned. I could see, even if
2: it's one song, I could see Seek and Destroy.
1: Two
5: songs. Yeah,
2: that's the high... Well, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, I don't I can't see them not playing one I can see them not playing Seek I can't see them not playing one right again honey I might be wrong please I mean I, mean, I am an they? expert but I'm not an expert on the set lists. shoot maybe this is the end
1: so like I said no, before, no, no, like
2: they're going to play yeah they already kind of went off for sort of like a pseudo encore
1: yeah before Unforgiven they did but
2: I don't know we'll see I think they're going to play more They're like, bye, but not really, but bye, bye. Oh,
1: my God. They didn't
2: play Escape yet. (laughs) I would love if they came back and played Escape, actually. But life's my own to live my own way, and they didn't sing that song. Dude, if they came out and did, dude, single encore song, all they play is Escape, and then they split. Awesome. Awesome. That's my favorite show of all time.
4: Yeah. USA. Say, play USA. <laughs> <Yeah>. play. <laughs> it's
2: shouting chanting USA and Austria yeah they're gonna come back lights are down no house lights All right. up yet alright so so we have fade we have seek we have one any other and then perhaps perhaps something like Harvey fuel we mentioned maybe memory maybe. remains I think now that they they play play it, it's gonna you know be what a- now that they've already burnt the black album down maybe conceptually they're like now we can play post black album so maybe they come out with memory or fuel yeah maybe so or Prince Charming I don't know I mean they they played nothing from
1: Justice yet nothing from Load Reload nothing from Sanger obviously nothing from Death Magnetic nothing from Hardwired which is crazy that's really crazy isn't that weird (laughs) it's
2: like really weird
1: (laughs) someone listening is going wait a second you're right
2: that is weird wait a minute Someone just wrote Fight Fire. If they come out and play Fight Fire, if if these comments are giving me spoilers, I'm gonna quit looking at them. I uh A lot of people are writing Fight Fire. That's probably. Oh what my it is. gosh. Which is awesome, but Well, someone just wrote Damage Inc., that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Like maybe these fucking idiots don't know. Maybe they'll come back and open with Paul. Paul? Paul? Paul Paul? Hmm. Honey, the anticipation is killing me. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just makes me want to light a candle right now.
4: <laughs> I just
2: want to light a candle and have a seance. It is fight it Fire. Alright, well, I can't read these fucking comments anymore.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, go with them and resist, resist.
2: Resist Brazil. Resist Brazil. Alright, so we got five Fire Intro tape. So three song encore maybe they
1: do this one gotta be and seek. Three.
2: They I've never seen them in a show with one right so seek seek will be the ending right seek has to be the ending for sure I can't imagine them not playing one. I mean we'll
1: see. Just don't read, don't read the chat section because they'll tell you.
2: Yeah you're right I'm I'm done watching the chat. This is a thrash masterpiece. Yeah, Pyro again. Ooh, Ooh James on the old V, the white V. Yeah, and another wardrobe change. Yeah, ditch
1: the old uh, battle vest. I wonder if Kirk is still ready for. Uh, oh yeah, he, he's still ready for the Gothic Garden.
4: Oh not done to you. This world coming to.
2: James sounds scary. That's awesome. He sounds evil, man. Got that bullet belt. I believe that kind of weird tribal looking bass that Rob is playing is the one that's in the uh, metro in New York in the Metallica. Oh, considered. cool. That's the one that you went to, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sarasovic went with me. It was really fun. Yeah. I was up there doing some TV for Rodney Atkins and it was really fun, man, to go see that museum. Oh yeah, I'm sure. See, that's why I like these early like early eighties songs done around like more modern era. Cause he brings that sort of adult growl, that low yeah. ominous thing. Whereas when they were like twenty two and twenty three when they were riding lightning, you know, it just sounds like kids in a good way. It's classic. For sure. So he said Nickelstone Show me baby That's kind of normally The battery rant right
1: Right yeah totally This is one of those
2: tunes Where Hetfield's rhythm Is fucking crazy The rhythm is almost More interesting Than the lead Yeah like I would almost love to even have like an isolated track of his rhythm for a whole show. Yes, for sure. That, that, like I would listen to that the way I listen to Bob Dylan. You know what I mean? Ooh, here's yeah. this guitar mini. This has been requested for our nightly guitar monies. If we could only <laughs> play it.
1: That was pretty funny see Lars hand a stick to Rob.
2: Yeah. Man, that's, that, that's no joke, that part right there. Someone just wrote us on IG and said, does it me or does Fight Fire feel fast? Yeah, they always play these songs faster than the album. Yes, like which almost is, all of them. Which is amazing. Especially the thrash man. ones.
1: Man, he just sounds extra growly here. It sounds fucking awesome.
2: Just ripping through this. I love it. That's the thing is like a lot of great bands would have to rehearse this for like 10 weeks just to barely pull it off. Yeah. And not only do they write it and create it out of nothing, they can just pull it out and it sounds...
6: Yes, it sounds the way great. it should
2: plus, plus more because they bring all yeah. this like wisdom to it and experience and time and the vocal. Right. and. All right, what we got here? Is it going to be two songs or three songs? All right, here we go. Total. Here's my guess, for real. The Unforgiven. Okay, uh, it's one. It's one. Crap. I was saying it could have been The Unforgiven.
1: So I'm guessing, like I guess we've talked about already, One in the
2: Seek? Yeah. They're not going to end with One, right? I mean, that'd be pretty badass if they did but oh wait we haven't we it. haven't had creep yet i could see them doing one and then creep right yeah, yeah i can see that that's pretty fucking cool bang 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 guns sounding very gunny it's a real gunny honey honey please gunny please Wow, seems like kind of like a more. <laughs>
1: it'll be. It'll be. I can't
2: remember. You. Keep going. Oh,
1: sorry.
5: Keep. I can't remember anything. Can you?
2: Okay, we had have our fun. fun. Yeah, translate all those open strings in real time. Yeah. No thanks. No thank you. Okay, fine. Alright, let's let's
1: Nope, can't do it, sorry. <laughs> the first one's easy, that's about it. Cool lasers, speaking of Pink Floyd. Dude, the red lasers look awesome
2: yeah they normally do kind of a green thing right yeah
6: right what
4: sha red lasers
1: pink floyd White P bass back Dig that one So this has got to be A three song encore right Five fire fire One be. seat Gotta be Yeah Like thank you very much Austria We're gonna close you with Sweet Amber one of my favorite live parts of their whole set when he uh, next part he goes into this when he sings sticks in me super loud I like it and when I, he sings loud when he sings loud when, when he sounds like old Hetfield <laughs> I don't like new Hetfield he's too nice Now, there's really no other uh, song in the metal world that sounds remotely close to this. It's one of the most unique songs in the hard rock metal world ever written and recorded.
2: Well, I totally agree. And and like... Well, it accomplished so many things, but one of the things I think it accomplished was it set them apart from their peers. Yeah, It, it just drew a clear line between anyone doing this kind of thing and them. For sure, yeah. In terms of like brutality hook commercial appeal melodic sensibility the video was great the, yep. the the lyric is super fresh and weird from the perspective of someone who's been blown to pieces in war right uh the prowess and technicality of the playing there's just nothing like it man hmm nothing
1: speeding up there a little bit. Yeah, always kind of speed up right there. And when you're in the middle of a show, your drone's going, you don't really notice that stuff that often.
2: That's fast. <laughs> That's way faster than the record. It's probably like 10 oh, yeah. BPM faster than the record. Or what would oh, yeah. you guess? Uh, I'd, I'd say minimum 5 to, yeah.
1: 5 to 10 BPM. That's pretty quick. pyro look great
2: see there was those green lasers I was talking about yeah
1: they're back
6: <laughs>
2: what a classic solo, man! It's one of his best. I mean, it really is. Oh, I don't even sure. know if we've done like our top five or ten Kurt solos. I don't even know if I put one in mine at that time, but you know how it is. Like you learn more and process sure. more, but this is one of his best solos for sure in terms of the composition Absolutely. of it, right? All right, let's hear the guitar monies. Pretty good. It's funny. It has like it has like a punk rock vibe to it. It really does. Also not easy to play. I can't play it. I can't play those triplets. That's one of those guitar harmonies
1: where when we were doing those, and we'll we'll do some more again at some point, that's always in the back of my mind, should we try that one harmony? I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. One day I'll learn it, but it's intimidating. Kirk is loving that guitar tonight. To
2: All right. They're not gonna the last split one on one. Well, I mean it could be, but it I mean could. it's powerful. It's powerful enough to end with that song for sure. I mean that could be the staple ender. Like I could see a that might a, be it. I could see a possible world where the three encore thing is nothing else matters, Sandman and one.
1: Dude, I think that, that might be it. I don't know. Really,
2: ending with if, one. What if they came out and did like "So What" or something though? Like, or, or not "So What"? They don't do that anymore since Pop it Hat. But what if they came out and right. did like a, a a big cover or cover? Yeah. Um, like if they did "Am I Evil"? Like they could come out and do "Am I Evil" or "Last Caress". "Am I
1: Evil"? "Last Caress". Um, they could do uh, "Stone Cold Crazy". I think that might be it though, man.
2: I don't know. Are they giving their speeches yet? Well Rob's saying one more. Oh James has got a new guitar. They're definitely playing another one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that looks like a Gibson Explorer. Gibson Lars Explorer. Bars is gonna Black spit his uh drink into some lucky fans' mouths. What does James play on that explorer? Normally I play Seek on the V.
1: On the what? On the on the V? Flying V? James? Seek and destroy?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were talking about Kirk. I thought I'll Sorry, I meant, Yeah, yeah. Sorry, honey, please. No, no, yeah, it could be oh, Seek. Yeah! You know what? It might be Seek.
3: Oh, we're doing that again, huh? Alright. So uh we are really proud, really proud to be uh be here, be in Metallica, come here and play
2: and see all these faces out here that love. Music, Kirk's got the Sabbatruvia on. Heavy, and we'll oh tune down a whole step so that's seek and they're going to do seek
3: yeah
2: right because so they Mr. do that down a whole step yeah they, they do they, sometimes, I guess they've been so, uh, changing that a little bit but he's bringing this guy with a sure sign the, sure the, out the, out out
3: the, the sign says laws oh. and
2: this is where they play Phantom Lord
3: can we turn on the house this? is where they Where the they
1: play anesthesia.
3: So the <laughs> full band
5: this one's for you, baby. Shut shut down.
2: Oh, that's cool. Lars had those dudes do oh, those first awesome. three hits with him. Four hits. Uh, I think you called this before me That they might end with seek Uh,
1: When they came Fight fire with fire I think I said Fight fire one seek But we threw out other ideas too Fuel Fuel creep
2: Sweet amber Purify Shoot me again (laughs) Junior dad It's really shocking They didn't play anything
1: From Lulu tonight Uh, It really is surprising because the Austrians love that record.
6: Um.
1: <laughs> also, the newest thing they played at this point was something from Beyond Magnetic. And Ellen yeah, Helen Back. Back. Yeah. They. Other than that, nothing passed
2: the Blackout. <laughs> it's scanning the scene in Snicklehorn tonight. In Snickershorn. Schnickelhorn.
5: Okay.
4: Wait,
1: I think that actually is an ESP Explorer he's playing. What did I say, Gibson? Yeah, but it, it's back when ESP was making like pretty much replicas of Gibson Explorers. Right, right. Got the neck neck shave on that one too.
2: But that looks like the one. I think he was playing that a lot in the World Magnetic era. Yeah, I think it's in the uh, Quebec Magnetic DVD. If DVDs oh, even exist the, anymore,
1: the digital video disc. Ah, yes, please. I think this show is going to end at the perfect time because I don't know if my,
2: if my phone's just getting old, but I'm at 4% right now.
1: <laughs> Man, I was struck like Man. are you
2: saying if your phone dies then we're not talking anymore? My phone won't die. It's going to go it's going slow. It's okay. the last song. But you're saying that if the phone dies, that's the end of this combo.
1: You got to you got to you got to Take us into the sunset, Clint. Oh, boy. Now we'll be fine, man. This song isn't that long. Um, no, I think what the issue is a lot of times, uh, we're doing this over Skype, by the way. I have my phone open with Skype open, and that drains the battery faster, so I put the phone to sleep so we can continue to talk, but it, it's going slower now, the battery drainage. So I think we're going to be good. I feel, I feel confident about it.
2: It's like when your phone dies when you're on Skype and you're <laughs> Skyping, but you go on. It's like when you start your phone at 96% and
6: it's down to four.
2: Someone wrote, go Lars. You go, go Lars.
6: Lars.
2: That's where they trade doesn't solos.
1: No, nope, Doesn't Kirk normally Eboo. play this on, uh, in recent years, play this on Les Ball?
2: Oh, good question. I think it's so. Is like it like the red Les Paul, I think? Like the red burst kind of look? Yep. Uh, or the red. I think the red V, too. I think it more maybe the red uh, V more often. You're right. You're right. It's the same V he you're plays right. on the day that never comes. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah. Lars is like, I'm going to stand on my floor, Tom. It's okay. It's okay. It'll be fine.
1: Oh, yeah. Man, I want to. I want to explore again so bad. I just want a snake bite, dude. I would take a. I would take an Epiphone Explorer. Take like the the, the uh, what is it? LTD is like the ESP, Epiphone
2: equivalent. I would take it's one of those. like that, but but LTDs are nicer than F- Epiphones. They are, yeah. LTD is pretty quality, but yeah, LTD yeah. is kind of the more affordable ESP. Yeah. No, no. If I get a snake bite, it's going to have to be an LTD. The IS... Oh, here we go. Helicopter.
1: There it is. There it is.
2: The ESP snake bites are like four grand.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of money.
2: Well, yeah.
5: (laughs) Down near my (laughs) bell. (laughs) Run it. Hot. Man... Damn. I'm
1: continually blow- blown away by this band and their endurance for shows. Yeah, I mean they didn't—they didn't play an
2: easy show. Like a, they didn't just phone it in. Oh my god, dude! It's two and a half hours of the most brutal metal.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, I guess, played, I guess I guess other
2: bands like Cattle Decapitation might be more brutal or something or faster or whatever the fuck. But in terms of bands with really great songs, it's not like they compromise dexterity or technicality or speed for their great songs. So these songs, right? okay maybe they're not the most brutal or fast or speed metal than like, or, uh, other than like Slayer or something sure. but in terms of like mass appeal these songs are extremely complex right this is the point you're making right like yes totally like we're talking two and a half hours of really hard shit to play yeah of course and also at their age too I mean
1: obviously the show is you know eight years ago but still I mean at this point what James was 49.
2: You know, maybe fifty. I'm 41, and this shit is hard to play. Well, I'm 22, and I find this stuff really hard to play. You're Uh, looking old for 22, (laughs) by the way. The thing is, too, is like how consistent they are. I mean, you can look at shows like this from 2012, shows that we've seen in the last couple of weeks from 2016, 2018. Of course, in the early days when they were all young bucks, and the consistency is is really remarkable.
1: Well, and and this also isn't isn't a genre of music that usually you know age as well with, with as, as people get older like your, your ability you know gets lessened and lessened just with with just with time you know your body moves you down time ain't on your side man hey man
2: time waits for no man I, I, I i'll tell you what man that's right that's right Tom man. waits for low man's lyric and that's it i read yeah, that sorry, in a book said, about time I'm sorry bro Do you say tom waits tom waits for no low man's lyric
1: Tom White's dumb <laughs> mate for anyone, man. Man, what a kick-ass show that was. Love it. I mean, you know, I hope they continue each week to just like kind of up the ante and like I feel like each week it's just kind of like, oh shit, this is a cool, unique show. Like
2: Are they gonna do another one? I don't know. They could probably okay, what could that even be? Am I evil? Am I evil? Battery, maybe? No. Battery to black.
1: I think that might be it.
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. Is, is he getting a guitar? Uh, I think the
1: bass tech is. I see Zach out there. Yeah, okay. Zach, the bass tech, just, just pulled Rob's inners out of his ears. He did? Or like uh, hand, he, he, got, he handed them to him or something like
2: that. He's like, psych, noogie. I. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, this is this is it. This is for sure. They're just you know, James clapping at the crowd. All right. Well, let are, can we are we signing off? I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> We're old, tired people. I mean, I are we going to so watch that, them? Are we going to commentate that, on them kicking beach balls and blowing you, kisses you know what to do? outer space? I'm gonna I'm gonna mute it. Okay, but we can, but, but we, keep
1: watching we, in case. Well, let's you know let's let's kind of you know do our ending here and we can yeah. you know glance over just in case but i mean listen james is waving to the crowd it's the show's done yeah yeah
2: that was that was a good time man i had a great time great show but yeah kirk's throwing a bunch of picks out it's done lars is spitting liquid into other fan, lucky fans mouths yep. spreading coronavirus that he doesn't even know he has
1: <laughs> man what a fun unique show it's not often you get to see you know them play any record front to back let alone the black album with so many great deep cuts well that i been must hits. stop you there
2: my friend they didn't play it front to back Back to back to the front. Back to the front. <laughs> you will do as I say. You will play the black album. Back to the front. Yes. Back to the front. Well, I, I had a great time, and I guess you know we're on. This is our sixth or seventh version of this thing, yeah. which has been really good for this sort of unprecedented, and as Lars said at the beginning of the show, unprecedented, uh, strange time <laughs> of quarantine. And we, you know, you and I can't be in the same room, which sucks. Sure. Um, so. We're going to have to see if we keep doing this. Um, The shows moving forward for us to keep doing Metallica Mondays are going to have to be really interesting like tonight. Right. Yeah. So we're kind of in a holding pattern of waiting to see. But we've got a few things kind of on deck if we're not going to do this. But I think going forward, at least for the next month or so, the episodes are going to be dropping on Tuesdays, like Monday at Mm -hmm. midnight or Tuesday mornings. Just because right. we need that day to know what they're going to do and decide if we're going to do the Metallica Monday or do our own, keep moving the MetalPep podcast agenda forward, and right. uh, that's
1: kind of where we call the audible at that point. Like, right?
2: Like the, to, today, I saw that before they put it on their socials,
1: it was already on YouTube that it was going to be this show. So I texted Clint, "Hey, you want to do this?" And so we'll we'll do the same thing next Monday. And if it's something that's maybe not as worth watching or not as interesting, or we feel that you guys would find interesting, then we'll move on to something else. But, but we're uh, definitely going to yeah.
2: do an episode no matter what. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's the deal. And, uh, you know, if you like the show, the, the coolest thing you can do for us that costs nothing is to go to iTunes and leave a positive review. Uh, it really goes a long way. A lot of people listen to a lot of podcasts. And of course we have a bunch of friends who make their own Metallica podcasts and there are a yeah. million other comedy and, and music podcasts for people to listen to. And so when you leave that positive review, it just gives people sort of an idea of whether or not the show is any good. So if you think the show is good, uh, thank you. And please go leave that review if you're able to in this kind of strange time and you think the show has value and you want to support it the way that you like your favorite cup of coffee or, uh, you know, your favorite bagel or favorite sandwich at your local restaurant, there's a way that you can support the show at Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Metal Up Your Podcast. And... Uh, not only can you feel good about supporting one of your favorite podcasts, but we've made it really easy for you to go over there because as soon as you sign up, how many you get four e p s and the lunar satan demos and and a bonus Ethan Lux covers now and now you get to uh get we're up to thirteen quarantine covers, and those aren't slowing down anytime soon, so you automatically get all of that music downloaded plus whatever we do in the future, which every week we're adding content over there at patreon so yeah. I don't a lot of want stuff to talk. To look forward to over there. Yeah, I think so too. And so, you know, we won't harp on that too much. Anyone who just listens to the show, we're so grateful, and uh, we're glad you're out there listening. You guys make it worthwhile. We're still excited to do the show. We love you guys. We hope you're all well. And uh, is there anything else to say before we split? Uh, we hope you all are safe and uh, staying healthy. We know a lot of
1: states are reopening slowly, so you know, please continue to be safe. Uh, you know, we, we love you guys. We love you know. We want you guys to be healthy. And uh, yeah, we're just very, very grateful for you guys listening every week and uh, continue to support us during all this, especially. And uh, you don't have to, but you do. And we're, we're very uh, grateful for that. So thank you so much.
2: And we're going to leave you with my cover, the quarantine cover, which of course you get this and all the other ones when you sign up for Patreon. And then you can let us know what songs you want us to cover. Uh, we're going to leave you with my version of the 1994 classic, as far as I'm concerned, Lightning Crashes by Live. It's a it's a very somber, piano-driven reinterpretation of the song. I hope you dig it. We'll see you guys next week. And, of course, during the week, come join us on all the socials where we're doing nightly Metallica questions, and uh, we're always answering emails and, and, uh, and uh, Instagram comments and all that. So we love you guys. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Adios.
4: Lightning crashes No mother cried. Her placenta falls to the floor The angel opens her eyes And the confusion sets in Before the doctor can even close the door
6: Thank mm-hmm. you.